Hello, beautiful people. Welcome to our humble abode, the Thunderdome, on this glorious Wednesday, August 23rd, 2023. This sports program starts now. Football is happening around us at this exact moment. There's storylines coming out of camps. There's contract disputes. There's trade requests. And there's great football happening all around the NFL. It is a beautiful thing. We are just... 16? 15? 15 15 days away from NFL football. That is the Toxic Table at Boston Connor and at Ty Schmidt. One half of the hammer, Don Cowboys Tone Diggs is here. The other half of the hammer, Don Cowboys is back in America after being deported for 446 days. That's Bubba Gumpino back there. And 14-year NFL icon. And a guy that is... Bless this stage, this offseason, for three times a week for the last few months. Absolutely crushing it, bringing the energy at all times. And bladed one in the part three back there. <laughs> yeah, almost hit a hole in one with a blade. Wow. Yeah, it's incredible. The guy's a golfer. Ladies and gentlemen, Pac-Man Jones. Uh, big day today because some of the boys are traveling back to Pac-Man's town mm-hmm. of Cincinnati to watch old Methy play tonight wow. as Inter-Miami travels to Cincinnati to take on Cincinnati FC. Uh, Pax, the plug for this, was at a game, chatted with some people. We got offered like two tickets. Pax says, whoa, 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 whoa. A little bit more maybe? <laughs> Bang, I think boys, I think a lot of, you're oh, yeah. going, Colin? Oh, yeah, I, I will be there to see Methy in person. Just... I think Bruce is going. I think mm-hmm. Gumpy's going. I think yeah. Pac will be there. Yeah. I think their whole crew. Tonight's a big night for oh, the yeah. boys. It's, uh... Super jacked up. I mean, the, hopefully since he is... Better than Cleveland because those are kind of the two cities in Ohio, and we all know it is. Cleveland yeah, it has, is. you know, it, you. it is actually, yeah, yeah it way is? better. Okay, yeah. well, Cleveland has rats and you know stuff. Well, Columbus is also a pretty large city. I think yeah. they would oh. want that to be known. There you go, yeah, yeah. Blue Jacks. Cleveland, great city by the way. That Jack's Casino was very nice to me. So, Fun, I, awesome. best, best place in Ohio yeah, to live yeah, is Cincinnati. Though it just came out the other day, best place in the state of Ohio to live is Cincinnati right now. So you'll be in for. Well, I think it's because the Bengals are good. You know what I mean? The Reds are playing pretty good right. Right now, you know, it's entertaining. Yeah, but Methy's coming to town tonight yeah, and saying, yeah. guess whose town this is? Mine. <laughs> you want to talk about Big Dick Daddy from Cincinnati? <laughs> mm-hmm. My name's Lionel Methy, mm-hmm. and this is my town, I think is what we're thinking. But that place is going to be packed out, obviously electrifying. Yeah. And right now, there's a gambling bet that you like? Yeah, there is. It is uh, Messi to score and FC Miami to win plus 170. So, I mean, I feel like already kind of fuck Cincinnati, but it, it is what it is. What's you the name of the bet. team that Messi plays for? Messi plays for... Um, well, I, I just said Miami something. What is yeah, yeah, Cincinnati it FC. It comes yeah. before Miami. The word is before Miami. FC Miami? Yeah, there's a Milan that has this thing before. AC Milan? The, the other one? Not exit. Uh, Brexit? <laughs> well, that certainly did happen, I think. Brexit we don't was definitely thing. Uh, Inter. 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 Oh, yeah. Inter Milan. Samuel yeah. Eto. Hey, look, I know my soccer. I remember when he was playing back then so. in Cameroon. But of course you do. Yeah, I'm, I'm super excited for Matthew. I, me and Bruce were talking, though. If he doesn't play, boy, oh, boy, I'm going to drive He's gonna back. Play, right? He's playing. Gumpy? He's starting. He's starting. Okay. He's okay. starting. There Bruce is just... rumblings. There is rumblings. Maybe only the first half, though. Yeah. So Why? I will... Just because it's Cincinnati? It's perfect. People, people doesn't are this clay... matter? Yeah, it would be. Get home early. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That's a little bit of a drive over there. Yeah. Now. This is another cup, though. You want to yeah. get another cup here. Yeah. This is another tournament? Another cup. U.S. Open Cup. Exactly. Here. What the fuck are we talking Jesus. about? Jesus. Why does soccer do this? I thought we just won the big one. What was it? The league? Cups? Well, that was the one, the one that was Hounds. with the Mexican League. This is just the MLS teams. The ones that the River Hounds were, were beating in. on MLS teams. This is that cup. Didn't they beat Cincinnati? Up no, they lost to Cincinnati. That's how they got knocked No, they didn't. 
Oh, so if the Pittsburgh Riverhounds would have beat, beat Cincinnati they, FC, which was not going to happen, Methy is going to Pittsburgh. Oh my God, that would have been awesome! Yeah. Soccer in America. Sorry, awesome. uh-huh. love everything I'm about it. Stadium, it would have been turf though, so I don't know if he would have played. No, he said he doesn't. He, he said no, I've never said I wouldn't play oh, on turf. Did. Is what he said yeah. in his press conference. Now he had the little <laughs> ear thing that they have on at those power summits where all those uh, leaders of the world don't understand what the other people are saying. Right. Mm-hmm. So it translates immediately into his ear, and then that's great technology, by the way. And then he's able to respond. He said I never said anything about not playing on turf. I don't, I don't know where that narrative came from. I guess other Europeans have potentially said that the greatest of all time said i'm getting a percentage of ticket sales yeah, yeah. Okay. i'll be there yeah i'll play on your turf come yeah. on maybe what is they got turf or grass at cincinnati grass oh so Ooh. that doesn't matter yeah. no. that definitely play out there if he if he subs out at half i'm gonna pitch myself over the sweet barrier and just live in cincinnati forever why because i drove all the way to cincinnati so to watch methy and if methy doesn't score in the of first course, half this game is going down to the wire he's gonna probably end up playing more he's going for cincinnati fc yeah, so. yeah but, and then afterwards he's gonna yeah. try to work his way in to mm-hmm. take a selfie probably with methy if i had to guess pack what are the chances you get a selfie with methy tonight I, I feel like pretty good yeah this feels like something you work the <laughs> angle pretty good at um i probably 90 percent chance Dude, saying. he's got that Whoa. little security guard. Yeah. He knows jujitsu, the guy. Yeah, sure. The guy plays no game. Yeah, he snapped a thousand necks in his lifetime. <laughs> yeah, and he's ready to snap yours too, I think. Mm-hmm. Now, For sure. He's got eyes on the crowd at all times because Methy, people want to touch right. yeah. this thing that has been gifted by the gods to play the sport that we love. Mm-hmm. I think is why there's such an obsession because of how electrifying he is. And after watching a few games, I was like, oh, wait, oh. makes sense now. Yeah. Oh, I get why the entire world is like, yo, this guy. He's yeah. God. This guy's unbelievable. Because yeah. he's like Patrick Mahomes of football. Yeah. Electrifying can make every... But even like, I don't want to say even better, but like this dude has made a sport that is unwatchable, like must-see. Yeah. Overnight. Yeah. So I would assume the people that watch soccer full-time... And this is their sport. They see this guy like, holy fuck. It's like when Michael Jordan came into the NBA. And he was like doing these, you know, like it was an introduction. I think that first feeling by a lot of the old heads, whenever Michael Jordan came in and just changed the game completely, is the reason why it's so hard to get people to even fathom anybody else being the greatest of all time from that generation. Because they're like, you have no idea what basketball was. Then this fucking guy showed up. And it's a whole different switching hands. Mm -hmm. The whole shoe game, obviously. This dude. Flip the NBA on its head. Oh, yeah. I think that's what methy is for a lot of people. Yeah. It, it feels, because for me, watching them. Yes. Oh, baby. I love watching the soccer. Good. Yeah. I played soccer growing up. Mm-hmm. Should have watched soccer whenever I was growing up playing soccer. Would have made me a better soccer player. Was pretty good at soccer. Never watched soccer. Not <laughs> not one time. I saw, like, uh, the USA team yep. uh, down in D.C., Tiny Miola, yep, uh, Lexi Lawless. Uh, sure. Kobe Jones yep, and the boys, the boys. Yep. they they went and did their thing. I obviously watched that. I seen the Columbus Crew one time. I went to a game, watched that. Seen the Pittsburgh Riverhounds live and in person. Sure, but on TV, I was there was no soccer ever coming on yeah, the no television. Not just me. That's a that's a family decision too. Tim McAfee's not watching that, choosing <laughs> right. to watch that. Which it's either terrible cowboy movies or football yep. is what he's watching. So I didn't get to watch it much. And then you try to watch it as you get older, and it's like. All right. I don't, who has the time? Can't it's like it. I'm watching a golf game that I'm playing in. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just going to take forever. We're going to find mm-hmm. one golf shot we're going to like. Then you watch Messi. Oh, buddy, he is remarkable. Yeah. Even on yeah. his ass, he's just walking around. It's like, 
What's he think? What's he going to yeah. do? What's, what's, what's he going to do? Oh, you know, he just got to drink a water. Yep. Oh, whoa, whoa. Hold on. And then he touches the ball goal. Here we yeah. go. It's over. Everybody go crazy. This is the best of all time. Good luck. Hey, congrats to you guys. Yeah. Thanks for setting it up. Yeah, yeah. it's going to be an honor. Legendary. I'm excited, you know, that Messi's going to put on a show for us because I fully believe that. And uh, first time in Ohio, I assume, for Lionel Messi, it might be a little culture shock to him as well. Oh, yeah. You know? Because is Kirk and AJ the presidents of Ohio? Remember, they got the trophy yeah. from I- Ryan Day. Are they welcoming... Matthew pre- and the crew. I would assume present so. the ball. Governor, key to the city, maybe. mayor, two presidents what? of mm-hmm. Ohio, Kirk Herbstreit, AJ Hawk. Welcome to our city. Now we're pulling for Cincinnati FC, but you're going to hear some things from this crowd that you probably haven't heard in a lot of places. Welcome to yeah. Ohio. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so we're really going to test your gumption here this evening. Some of these Ohio fucks. They've been waiting for this moment, you oh, know, yeah. and it's going to be a time. Don't let Cincinnati FC get hot. No. Yeah. Do not this let Cincinnati. number 10, Acousta, is a really good player. I'm What's his name? Acousta. Acousta? Love Acousta. Yeah, number 10. Like an acoustic yeah. guitar. He, That's he all is, I call he's a dog. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, pretty Cincinnati seems tonight. good. Yeah. No, they're I'm not. Guessing, We're in first place. I'm guessing Messi's not too worried about this Acousta fella. We are in first place. Let's get this straight. <laughs> That's just what I assume. Yeah, maybe. You know. Maybe not. No chance. <laughs> he might be, but I doubt. He's number 10, and so he's up front. Who, who is he? Is it Acosta? Yeah. Acosta. Yeah. Acousta's cooler. Yeah, Acousta. He, I mean, who knows what his be. boys call him. You know what I mean? I like Electric better than Acousta, but, I mean, he Acosta. can do whatever he wants. Acousta. He's midfielder. Angulo tonight. All these dudes. Where's the defense at? There it is. Welcome to the Thunderdome, defense. Yeah. Good luck. Messi is coming to town. You know, this is like whenever left tackles are playing somebody that's just absurd. Mm-hmm. You don't sleep the whole week leading up to. These dudes just woke up this morning and are like, I play in MLS. And <laughs> now the, I got to fuck All of a sudden. Now all of a sudden. <laughs> this guy. Matthew's coming to town. Breaks tonight. his friends. And then they yeah. got they got their boys saying, tonight's night you prove yourself. Yep. Right? Yeah. To the entire world, uh-huh. you prove that you belong. This is the world stage. We've been behind you since. You've been the best player we've ever been around. Like everybody in the MLS, they've, they've been the best players in all of their leagues, all of their teams, oh, yeah. at every single stage. You know, mm-hmm. everybody talks shit on the MLS and comparing it to, uh, you know, the leagues overseas or whatever. It's like, well, we got the greatest player of all time now. So oh, yeah. if you want to talk. If guy, want to, guy also just lit up the fucking World Cup. Yeah. Like, so, you know what I mean? Everybody. It's not like yeah. anybody's stopping them. But Two all these guys are incredible at soccer mm-hmm. their whole lives. Seven-year-olds. Are, this guy's the guy. <laughs> yeah. This guy's the guy. They've been treated like methy. In yeah. every one of their clubs that they have played through. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then tonight they wake up and it's tonight. like, am I really what everybody says I am? Exactly. But imagine you have a good night against Messi. Then you probably live with that forever. Oh, yeah. Go yeah. overseas. Yeah. That's probably, yeah, you're probably getting signed immediately. Yeah. Hey, let's go over there. What's going on in Saudi Arabia with Benzema? He got paid a couple hundred million dollars and a coach said, I ain't playing him. Yeah, some Is guy, that what's going on? Some guy who used to coach the Wolverhampton Wanderers actually said, uh, Benzema, you can't have the armband and I actually don't even want you on my team. And God, what this was guy, his contract? $900 million? So does the coach know that that is the deal? Like, is he the only one that's so he has to, entrenched dude. in football that like, he doesn't even know what this guy got paid? Because the coach who's openly complaining, yeah, I assume he's... Yeah, I yeah. was going to say, can we double check? I assume this guy's been beheaded already. They already killed, <laughs> they already killed this guy. I don't know if... Yeah, you're not the coach anymore. You, you think they didn't even like think about firing him or trying nope, to change no. anything? You, you think nope. immediate, farthest... Punishment imaginable. Yeah. Because this guy doesn't want Benzema to have the captain's band. Exactly. I mean, maybe. We don't know. I mean, we'll keep up with the story. This is mm-hmm. the first time we've heard of one of these billion dollar contracts in Saudi Arabia just uh, from one of the teams being like, 
We didn't make this decision. Yeah. I don't want you here. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. We'll see money. how it goes. Yeah. Sounds we'll good, We'll see pal. how it goes. Let's talk about our football. Have fun tonight, by the way. Hell yeah. yeah. Be a good time. I'm going to – we're go, we're all going to be living vicariously through you guys. Mm-hmm. Yes. So let's make sure we're doing our research. Let's, of course. We're getting the senses. Ooh, Messi yeah. just came on the field. It smells fresher. Yeah. You know <laughs> yep. what I mean? Like, Film a lot of it for yeah. sure. And if he doesn't score once again – I'll never go or watch his soccer. I think again. tonight's going to be a euphoric experience for you, big time soccer fans. I think so. Yeah, hell yeah. Like I think Goompy is going to be over your splits. I'm fucking fired up. This has been one hell of a week. You wearing a messy tarp? No, uh, I only have a PSG one, and he hates hated PSG, it. You'd be so disrespecting not, yeah. Methy. I can't do it. Might uh, be uh, the right uh, play actually, because you're going to Cincinnati FC. Yeah. So, like, you can say, like, no, this is the disrespect yeah. method. Yeah. But then if you saw Methy, you're like diehard fan every single. Exactly. So sorry. I have. You know, I mean, you kind of play both sides of the fence there. I don't know how it's going to be. I don't know where you guys are sitting. I'm excited to hear who else is potentially sitting with you guys. I assume Cincinnati royalty is going to be out in abundance oh, yeah. 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 for old mm-hmm. King Methy coming to town. Good for him. He's deserved it. He has earned it. Speaking of earning things, uh, there's a chance Jonathan Taylor has earned himself a trade. Mm-hmm. Now, Ian Rappaport, who told us on the program that if he was to go up for trade, there'd be a lot of teams interested. Where I said, really? Uh-huh. At this stage of the football calendar, with the amount of money we're assuming he's commanding in a sign-and-trade situation and what the Colts are looking for in return, there's going to be teams interested? That was kind of alarming. Ian said, absolutely. Now Ian is reporting there are several teams that are interested mm-hmm. in having Jonathan Taylor's services this particular season. Now, does that mean at $4 million, which is what he's currently structured to get in his contract, does that mean they'll sign and trade him and get him to a number closer to where he wants to be long-term, which was allegedly $17 million at one point. Are these teams interested in giving up a first? Mm. Or are they interested in giving up like a second right. and a fifth for the first-round thing? We have no idea how serious all these contenders are, but what we're being told is there's several, several teams interested. This is good news for all parties here, I think, Boston Connor. Yeah, absolutely huge. I, I really did not think that there was going to be any. I thought that there was no chance Jonathan Taylor and Melka or whatever the Guy's name is. Whoa. We're going out. To- Malky. Malky Kawa. He's Mal- a businessman. Okay. Well, I thought <laughs> Kiwi and Jonathan Taylor were going to go out and see if there was going to be any trades, and there wasn't going to be a chance. Who would have the capability to bring this guy in and sign him for what? Not seventeen a year, but are we thinking twelve million dollars a year? Is that what he's? Probably going to command at some other place. Don't we always say contracts aren't real, or is it just real in this situation? Yeah, I don't know. It's like what what is what Jonathan Taylor wants too. Yeah. Like have the Colts said, yeah, you can go look and then see what somebody else is willing to offer, and then they're like, all right, well, yeah, fuck, that was what the market said. Here's what you actually get. Did the Colts offer a lesser amount of money and be like, hey? We'll give you three, four million more bucks this year. And then that works or doesn't work, or does that work on another team? There's just so much to kind of figure out here. And we are just 15. There you go. Yeah. 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 There you go. Sorry, the days mush together a little bit. But I mean, to Tony's point, you could probably do the Derrick Henry method, right? Because his was two years, actually 28. And it was signed four years fifty or yeah. something. Isn't yeah. that the that might be the move to do for Jonathan Taylor then? Yeah, I mean, absolutely could be. What huh? teams do you think? I mean, you just looking at Dolphins. the money, Bears make Bears. the most sense. Yeah. yeah. But then you would also think like Philly and Kansas City somehow make something happen. Flus, I was I thought I was thinking about it yesterday. Ibra Flus was there the year that he was almost the offensive MVP or offensive or was it did he win offensive player was almost the MVP. Almost the MVP. Yeah. yeah. I forget who won the offensive player of the year. It was not him. Okay. Tyree. But like Justin. Justin Jefferson. Yeah. But like Flus wasn't there for that bad year, so maybe he's got it in his head like oh this guy's unstoppable. You yeah. should have seen what he did in practice. He's, <laughs> yeah. he, he thought games were good. You should have seen this fucking guy in practice. Coach, last year not good. He was like, 
we weren't good last year either. So we're both coming out of the same situation <laughs> yeah. here. I, I, maybe, and you would think that people that are familiar with the player's sure. game yeah. Yeah. would be the one most interested. Mm-hmm. That seems to be the way it is. You look at D-Hop, DeAndre Hopkins. Whenever he was yep. on the market, it was Vrabel who was interested in Tennessee, who was with him whenever he was down in Houston. And it was Bill O'Brien and Bill Belichick mm-hmm. and everybody up there who were familiar with him whenever he was down in Tennessee or in Houston when everybody else in the league was saying, nope, nope. No, yeah. don't want this guy. Yeah. Doesn't practice too much money. And then the guys that are with him are like, yeah, okay. So he doesn't <laughs> practice a couple days a week. Okay. How many paychecks do we all get because of a fucking catch this guy? Man? Yep, right. deal. Boom, we're in there. Yeah. In. I would assume Iberflus would be a great outlet for that because he does know him. He does understand mm-hmm. what could po- uh, possibly become. And him and Justin Fields. Yeah. That'd be a fun, oh, sure. fun tandem back there with a weapon on the outside that commands a little bit of respect so you can't sure. just pack the box. Feels like it would make sense for Chicago to get in there. But would they sign him to a long-term deal? Is that what Jonathan Taylor is looking for? And who else might come in here and just sneak in who's like a Super Bowl contender sure. and be like, if we can get you for $4 million one year just because you hate them so bad, yep. we'll try to do that as well. Yeah, because a report came out this morning about the Bears like – kind of checking around in the for the Chris Jones situation because they want to, you know, spend this money and kind of maximize Justin Fields still being on a rookie contract because I assume they, you know, like if if he is going to stay there, they're going to have to pay him a bunch of money. Yeah. But also, isn't it possible that JT decide like, that $17 million was his price to stay with the Colts? Like, we don't know what, you know, if all these other teams yeah, are Yeah, no coming. hometown. They're, they're actually paying yeah. more. Exactly. exactly. Like, yeah. Did you hear what James said? Yeah, they're paying him more quite a bit. here than somewhere else, which would be wild. That'd be completely backwards than what it normally is. Right. So we'll find all that out. Now, you bring up a good point there about Chris Jones. Let's start talking about him. Man. So just a couple of days ago, it was like he quit the NFL. Somebody posted. He, he's in the middle of a holdout uh, with the Kansas City Chiefs. He also has tweeted that he's going to be Defense Player of the Year this upcoming year. Was yes. a finalist for Defensive Player of the Year. Now, obviously, he plays for the defense for the Kansas City Chiefs, which is never talked about in any of the conversations because they got Patrick Mahomes, Travis what? Kelsey, and Andy Reid, and they do the uh, ring around Whoa. Rosie. Uh, right. yeah. Ring around yep. Rosie. So it's not a lot of conversation about the defense side of the ball in Kansas City. It's more so always about the offensive side. Chris Jones has just been an absolute staple for them. Stone Cold Chris Jones with their first Super Bowl was something that we were all talking about. Mm-hmm. Now he's saying, you're going to have to pay me like everybody else. He's come out and said he's willing to wait until week eight to fucking get a deal done and hold out away from the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, is this him just showcasing to the world that he's serious? I will miss games. I do not care. Is this him showcasing the world that he understands that there is a some sort of rule, I'd assume, week eight, if you play before then, something probably happens. If you don't until week 10, something probably happens contractually for overall years, maybe. I don't know what exactly. So, so Nick and I were looking. Um, you have to. You have to be... The word is player must have been on or should have been on a full play status for at least six regular season games. So and their buy is week ten, I think. So then that gives him after that, if say he doesn't play week nine or whatever, he like comes back and then he that's I believe is the six games that he would need to accrue a season. So week eight was Potentially a cerebral answer by Chris Jones. Yeah. But I think he was just showcasing the world like, I'm willing to sit out. Yeah. Andy Reid actually spoke about it this morning in a press conference about the Chris Jones situation, obviously, after practice. Here's what he had to say about a guy who's potentially a defensive player of the year candidate. Now, two of the three defensive player of the year finalists, not in training camp. Right? Yeah. yeah. Bosa, the winner, mm-hmm. not there. Chris Jones, not there. Here's what Andy Reid has. Not that optimistic here. I mean, there's been no communication, so I don't, I don't know. Uh, what's going to go there, but whatever happens, happens. I mean, not there. We 
the game goes on, right? So that's how it works. Oh, James. So. Mm -hmm. The GM stuff too. I know you've said you kind of like not being a part of that, but as someone who's the head coach and been here for as long as you have, you know Chris so well. Is there, is there a way for you to get involved in this, or you just? Um. No, not right now. There's not. Yeah, yeah. So he's got. They got to communicate and do their thing and. There's just been no communication. Yeah, me giving this answer right now is me getting involved. Chris Jones is going to hear my fucking yeah. answer right now. Okay, and I'm just – he was speaking to Chris Jones there like, hey, there's been nothing here. Yeah. You know what I mean? He was also speaking to Brett Veach, I do believe. Mm -hmm. Hey, there's been nothing here. We need to get Some this done. I do appreciate the fact that you said, though, if he's not here, like, game rolls on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's Andy Reid also saying, like, hey, we are in a position where you're saying you're sitting out to week eight. We're also like, Yeah. We'll be here. Mm -hmm. We don't really care. It's an interesting dynamic with some of the greatest players in the NFL right now. And the interesting dynamic of all of this is winning coaches. You see, what we are not allowing. We are not allowing no distraction. You wanna, you wanna stay at home. And like same thing with the coach with Jonathan Taylor. Like that would have never happened with an Andy Reid. This is or, interesting coming out of the Kansas City Chiefs camp, though. Back to back years now, because Tyreek yeah. Hill was last year where he wanted an extension, and then instead of the extension, yeah. they were just like, all right, fuck it, we'll just see trade you. you. Like, that could easily happen with the Bears this year and Chris Jones. It feels like that after Andy Reid saying that and, I mean, they're one of the two teams in the entire league that are negative this year. They, they really can't. Good dap up with Chris Jones at the ESPYs. No yeah. big deal. I was there. No big deal. I didn't host it, but I was there. Connor was there He's two a times. Dog too. Yeah, barely. Big Good guy. dap up. Dog. Good dap up, yeah. you know? Holy, and that came right after his I'm going to win Defense Player of the Year tweet, I think. Yeah. yeah. I said, great tweet. You know, and he said, I'm going to go get here or whatever. And like, it was like very upbeat and then walked out. And then as this news is like come about, like not a camp, not happy. Oh, he's not playing football anymore. He'll sit out to week eight. This has kind of been under the radar as well. And this is our fault. We all talk about offense so much. Mm -hmm. yep. And that, like what I just realized in our last, like what, uh, chapter of this conversation, Bosa and him not being a camp, like I guess we've talked about. And the Bosa one doesn't feel like Code Red. No, because no. he hasn't got paid yet. And I think that Chris Jones one feels like Code Red. Yeah. <laughs> it feels like a Code Red situation. And I, yeah. I think that's why this hasn't, because we've been talking about Bosa and like there hasn't been any concerns. Just like, yeah, it's going to get done. And I think just you just kind of assume like, oh, the Chris Jones situation must be pretty similar. Like they're not really talking about it, and they know how good he is. They know how important he is. So like you just assume like, yeah, it'll eventually get done. But yeah, yeah based on that, like. He, he might be gone. Yeah. I, I, there's a chance that another team will come in and pay. Think so. Now, granted, he's getting fined, right? Because oh, yeah. he's a yeah. veteran who's so, already been paid. So he's getting actually fined for all these days holding out. Yep. 50 grand a day? 50 grand a day, and then he'll miss his game checks, which are like a million something a game. I, just, so, I know Chris as a person. I just don't see him sitting out eight weeks. I just don't see it. Imagine him saying, I can afford I don't see how it. many? Eight million plus 50 grand a day. That's a lot of money. Yeah, they said it's That's a lot. That's a lot of money, dude. So much. There's a lot of money. 1.4 plus his game checks uh, of 8.2. So, Jeez. holy shit. We're not leaving that on the table. No, but hey, he probably <laughs> assumes that his next deal will be able to pick up for that and then some. I'm on his side assuming he deserves all the money. Hey, yeah. you're a great mm -hmm. football player. Yeah. Give him all the money. I don't know how they got to this point where Andy Reid's like, yeah, they're not, where nobody's even talking to each other. And Chris Jones like, I'm cool with sitting out until I don't – I don't give a fuck yeah. pretty much. I will. It's like, haven't we had a lot of good times together? Yeah. What's going on here? Like the Jonathan Taylor situation, uh, pretty much everybody fired but the GM. You know, yeah, like yeah, right. yeah. brand new, nobody's proven anything to each other at all. You know? And the hometown discount normally takes place because somebody has like a uh, a feeling of 
commitment to a team. Like, yeah, you know what? I've seen this team do go through this. I've seen our team do this. I want to keep doing this. I want to kind of make this whole thing happen. I'm not saying a hometown discount is something that has to happen, but I'm just saying the reason why you hear about a hometown discount that ever happens is because players normally build up a relationship with a building. Mm-hmm. And with Andy Reid and Veach being there since the beginning of this whole thing, yeah. and them not having a relationship seemingly at all at this point, that's alarming to me. How the hell does that happen? And does Chris Jones want it to happen? Does he want to go somewhere else so that there's a chance – you know, he gets a little bit of talk, yeah. a little bit of shine, because on the Chiefs, any primetime game they have, which is a lot of them, we got to talk about Patrick Mahomes. Yep. I have to. Okay, here's a segment. Have to have Patrick Mahomes segment. Travis Kelsey is going to be the greatest tight end of all time. Have mm-hmm. to talk about Travis Kelsey, and also everybody loves him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The guy can do every dance there is. Saw it on the NFL social media the other day. Sweet. And also his New Heights podcast, one of the biggest podcasts <laughs> on earth right now with his brother. Like, have to do a piece on Travis Kelsey. How about Andy Reid? This guy's yeah. one of the greatest coaches of all time. Yeah. Have to do a piece on Andy Reid. The gadget plays. People love yeah. the oh, gadget. Crazy. Have to do a piece <laughs> on the gadget plays. Mm-hmm. So now whenever it's like Chris Jones is sitting there and he's like, I'm breaking like every record that Kansas City Chiefs yeah. have, yeah. like every single one of them, and there is no talk at all. I would hope that that isn't what this is about, but you could see that being a piece. Like, hey, I get no love yeah. for what mm-hmm. I do. I'm not getting paid what I need to get paid or should be getting paid, and all those things just kind of start chipping away, and it feels like that might be the case and why there's no communication, and if he ends up on a different team, like, hey, come to the Colts, dude. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I would love, on, love you on Buc- the Colts. Yeah. You know, if he don't make that play in the Super Bowl, we win the game. So, like, he's a dog, bro. Like, so good at football. Yeah. yeah. He dominated the, the Bengals in that area. Dominated mm-hmm. it. But yeah. then, as soon as that game's over, you know, yeah. Patrick Mahomes, like, Maya, Mahomes, yeah. Travis Kelsey. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. You know, the so run out of he probably, bounds. He probably, was, yeah. he probably thinks he might have been defensive MVP instead of third or whatever if it wasn't like that, maybe. Yeah. And I don't want to say that that is why this has happened. Just like the Jonathan Taylor stuff, where I'm like, the reason why Colts fans feel the way they do about this, where the national fans feel a little bit different, is because there's just so much shit that just like, you know, stacks on top of each other where people finally get to a point where it's like, nah, Chris Jones probably has that. Yeah. Yeah. At this, obviously he does. If he's saying, I'm willing to take a $10 million fine to not show up, because he could do a hold in. Yeah. yeah. Could be which there, people yeah. do. Could be in the building. Now, granted, maybe Andy Reid and them said, if you're not going to participate, don't come in our building. Then that's probably a setup for a whole nother get back for your money for fine for not being there. Who knows how that'll get all handled, but that is not a good situation. I don't like it at all. So they paid him in 2020 and he's making 20 a year, but then Aaron Donald's making 30 a year now because he got paid. Quinn Williams is making 24 a year. Jeff Simmons is making 24 a year. So he's. He's, he's underpaid for who he is right yes. now, yes. Yeah, yeah. And that's no question and, and about that. And this is the last year of his contract, which you would have thought they would have loved to have got this done before the season started. Yes, yeah. especially Chris Jones. But you think about what they did with Tyron Matthew, right? Yep. Yeah. I mean, Shipped Tyron him. Matthew, they're like, all right, well, see you later. And they got somebody else. Justin yeah. Reed, yep. Yeah, that was just like, yep, same spot, same money here. Mm-hmm. This is what we're going to pay you. So maybe they'll think about doing the same thing. Maybe a rookie who has played through their contract that has done well yeah. will be able to pay you what we did pay yeah. him before sure. as opposed to what he's asking for his next deal. I don't know. We're just trying to catch trends of what Veach and the Chiefs are trying to do yeah. because this is a dynasty building right now. Yes, mm-hmm. it is. So, like, we're in the middle of it. I think when the Patriots were doing their dynasty, I was obviously playing for 
sorry, kicking balls for a majority of it. Pac-Man was as well. I don't know how much everybody just like kind of studied every single thing that was going on and like, hey, this is the greatest dynasty in the history of professional sports happening yeah. because you automatically got to start cutting things down. Now it's like, let's watch the Chiefs handle this dynasty run they're on. Yeah. Let's see what they do with a guy who's a defensive player of the year candidate. Mm -hmm. Let's see what they do with Patrick Mahomes' contract now that he's potentially underpaid. Right. And although he's coming out and saying, it's not a big deal, I want to win games, there's also going to be people potentially around him that are like, Hey, you know, yeah. some point but, here, but, yeah. you know, he, there is Travis Kelsey. What are they going to do with him? They've obviously done a lot with their weapons, overturned, yeah. kind of keep it going. Veach has been able to keep this thing going. As they've had success, as they've had to pay people, they've been able to kind of keep trucking forward on this dynastic run. What we do with Chris Jones, we shall see. You bring up Quentin Williams. He was a star yeah. of last yeah. night's Hard Knocks episode. And I believe the man that is joining us right now was highly interested in Hard Knocks, not only last night, but this particular season, because it is showcasing a team that he has been a public fan of for a long time. Now, his public fanhood has obviously led him into a lot of situations and saying, oh, we fucking suck again. Mm -hmm. yep. Not this year, though. It's different. It is different. This man's been skipping around and dancing in his goddamn studio as of late, and for good reason. Ladies and gentlemen, a two-time, two-different Hall of Fame inductee. Yep. Hell yeah. Host to get up, ladies and gentlemen, Mike Greenberg. Yay! We see you dancing. Hello, guys. We see, up, you, hey, we see you dancing uh -huh. on the set. You know, it feels like you're in a, a little different mental space. Is is that because of Ocho over there as a Jet, or is this just standard operating procedure for Greeny when we're this close to football season? I, I'm just going to say it. I love him. Yeah. I mean, I absolutely love him. I had no idea it was going to be this good. Like, I'll be totally honest with you. You know how in favor I was of us getting him. And we all saw the video when he said on your show that he wanted to be. Yes, I, I suggested that I might be willing to sever multiple appendages. Um, and, and, this but, one, but, though, but is they, the one that yeah. really, that was the one that stole the combo. You know, you said arm too, mm -hmm. but I think you also agreed to. Mo but anyways, yes, you were pumped. Yeah, you were very pumped. I was pumped. But I will admit that it came with some trepidation, like, you know, a lot of the stuff that's gone on with him and around him the last couple of years has been the stuff that makes you anxious. What exactly are we going to get? What exactly is his headspace? Where exactly is he going to be and how exactly is he going to handle this? Let me tell you guys, it has been infinitely better than I might have imagined in my wildest dreams. The idea that he would come here and embrace everything about being a leader, about being a teammate, about being sort of a, a member of the of the New York sports community, uh, and, and well beyond just the sports part of it. He's been so much better than I could ever have imagined. I, 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 I can't begin to tell you how much I've enjoyed it. That doesn't necessarily mean that we're going to win the Super Bowl. Who knows what's going to happen? Okay. But I think it means we've got a shot, and I think he, he could become... Uh, Sal Palantonio said this on Get Up yesterday. Like, Joe Namath for 50 years has been this city's most beloved person because he did this with us once. Like, I think Rodgers could do that. I really do. I, I think his legacy could be rewritten by this experience if it goes 
as well as it's going. Yeah, this is a phenomenal, in our eyes, a phenomenal chapter of his football life, you know, especially with how it all kind of unfolded there at the end in Green Bay. And now old Cuz is making from the darkness to the Big Apple shirts, and they're embracing it all, almost. He's bought into everything. OTAs, he was there every single day. I think he's gone to every one of his teammates' events. I think Mm -hmm. he's trying his best to showcase that, hey, I still got it, but also he's still pissed. And I, I, like... I think there's a lot of revenge body coming, you know, mm-hmm. not only his actual body, but like revenge body. And you see it on hard knocks. Are you watching? And what are your thoughts as we're kind of seeing the jets from a completely different light than maybe we did last year. Last year, it was this dysfunctional operation that didn't have a quarterback. The head, the quarterback that was drafted number two overall or whatever booed out of the stadium, <laughs> but he's playing booed out. Strafolsky, who won a great cup. They didn't even know this guy existed standing ovation for, for him. It was just dysfunction at the highest level. Now, you watch his Jets, I think it's got all of us believing, like, hey, this feels like a real team. This mm-hmm. feels like a real deal operation. Last night, Woody Johnson comes in, rocking some ice. He gives a motivational speech. He's all in. Like, you said they don't have to win a Super Bowl. He's saying he's probably going to play for a few years, maybe three more years. Has to be one within that run, but like, you got to feel we're winning a Super Bowl. You, This is the first time you've probably felt this long time? It's the first time I've ever thought it. And, and, and what I will say is it goes to show you just how important one person can be when that one person is the right person. There haven't been that many of those people, but he's one of them. And look, Pat, you would know this better than anybody because of all the years that you were around 18. Like Peyton Manning just changes everything. His presence, his it's not just what he does on the field. It's so much more than what he does on the field. It's everything that he is changes an entire organization. And that is what um, Aaron Rodgers has done. And I give him a lot of credit, too, because he recognized it, I think, before I recognized it, which is to say, when I go back and I listen to what he said on your show the week after we played them, the week after the, the, the Jets played Green Bay last year and beat them up, he was talking at length. I'm sure you've played it over and over again, as have we on Get Up. No, we have he was talking no. glowingly and very specifically about the talent that exists on the Jets. Oh, yeah. And you just don't see it that well when, when you don't have the right person to bring it all out. But Roger, he's changed everything. He, he's, he's literally changed everything for the organization. And whatever it is he gets out of it, he is going to he is going to give infinitely more, and that's why you're dancing on Get Up every fucking yeah, morning. grabbing the jersey. You know I mean? And I'm getting better. Don't you think I'm getting better? Like I'm working <laughs> on the move. Yeah. I, I think I'm getting better at the dancing. I don't know, Grady. Well, I don't like. I think you were good at the beginning. You know. Yeah. Like, uh, you, you're saying you're getting better. Like I think your first batch of like draft deer legs, uh-huh. kind of like cabbage pad, little hitch in there. Yeah, there was a little bit of a pump fake. I think you you owned it. You know what I mean? I. I appreciate that it's happening. I thank you for saying that. Uh, It's not my strong suit. I remember one time you guys had me doing up-downs, and I didn't even know what they were. So I feel like I'm heading in the right direction with this. (laughs) Yeah, it's amazing, too, with how long you've covered sports that somehow there hasn't been some osmosis. Yeah, just one time. You know, it's a pretty pretty fantastic feat, and that's why you're in two Hall of Fames. That's why why you're in two Hall of Fames. Let's start diving into the AFC East just a little bit more. And obviously, Stephen A. Smith came out of his vacation and was like, you know what? Just like Craig Carton, my sources are saying stuff. Alonzo Ball can't stand up. Alonzo Ball, one-legged squat. Obviously, at some point, Stephen A. had heard that. I'm not 
I, I would assume that Stephen A is not just making shit up. Then the one thing he said, I heard Stephon Diggs once out of Buffalo. It's like, I think we all kind of saw that. Stephon Diggs, get, that is not true at all. But whenever you think about what has come out of the Bills as of late, as opposed to like a year ago, right? A year ago, they were going to win a Super Bowl. Josh Allen's going to be the MVP. Yep. This team's going to do everything. Now there's like no discussion about the Bills. And if it is, it's always seemingly some negative drama bullshit seemingly why is that and are they still the kings of the afc east in your eyes and uh i i, go ahead. I, I think people got a little tired of them yes last year was supposed to be their year they were the logical progression of that team after they had mahomes dead to rights with however many seconds were left in that game that night and then obliterated the rams in the season opener last uh, you know last season the the, the super bowl champion Rams in the opener, it felt like they were a prohibitive favorite. And then anytime you come up short of that, um, people are going to immediately say, well, your window is starting to close. I'm not 100% sure that's true. First of all, they have Allen, and he's phenomenal. Second of all, I think a lot of things happened to them last year. Allen got hurt, actually, in a game against the Jets. They had this massive snowstorm in Buffalo that I think really impacted the community. It impacted them. I think that was a bigger deal than people on the outside recognized. And then, of course, the DeMar Hamlin situation, which had to be draining, taxing, emotionally devastating, whatever um, whatever other adjectives you want to put in there. I still think that they're a lot better than most people are saying. We live sort of in a society of absolutes. They couldn't possibly lose. Now they can't. Is that your fault? Win. You think that's your fault? Probably. I, I am. I, I, I fully acknowledge that I am I am uh, the master of hyperbole. I am yeah. the the world's greatest overreactor. I've now fallen in love with Jordan Love. Uh-huh. He's going to be a Hall of Famer. So, yeah. so I make decisions really fast. Here's what I will say. Can I tell you what scares me to death? Because your first question was about the AFC East. I'll give you a general AFC East response. Jonathan Taylor could wind up in either Buffalo or Miami. That scares me to death. He is so good. What the hell is going on there Brainy. with your Colts and Jonathan Taylor? Patrick? Brainy, get, listen, get listen get together. Yeah, Schefter came on and kind of gave me a little toot as well. And <laughs> Ian Rappaport gave me a little toot as well. I think the way that the Indianapolis community and the Colts are viewing it is like Jonathan Taylor was the mayor of that team in like everything that we needed. And we're in a full rebuild right now. You know, brand new coach, mm-hmm. brand new quarterback, what? brand new vibes. It was bad last year. I mean, we had people gambling on games. Yeah. We had people showing up late to meetings, to treatment. Like, the whole building basically collapsed. And then, obviously, what happened in Minnesota mm. is, like, the biggest comeback in the history of the fucking NFL. Like, last year was a dumpster fire, and Jonathan Taylor did not play his best football. Now, it's not just Jonathan Taylor's fault, obviously. There's a lot of people that did not play well. So I think in Indianapolis, the thought is like, hey, we're trying to like, we are all trying to just get past that whole thing. So when Jonathan Taylor in April said, I'm going to play through my contract, like that ran in Indianapolis. Like local news, like, yeah, this is the leader we need. Bumped. This is what we need here. And then all of a sudden, new agent, hey, which I hope they get their money. You got to do whatever you got to do. It changes completely. So I think that is why. I, I don't think it's just like, we don't think Jonathan Taylor's a great player here in Indy. Jonathan Taylor's a fucking dog, dude. He's very, if he plays his best football, he, and given the opportunity, he's incredible at football. But here it's like, I think a lot of people are just like, if you don't want to be here, bub, like, all right. Good luck. You know what I mean? Like, that's kind of how I think Indy feels. And that's kind of. I get it. Go ahead. And look, 
they're not winning the Super Bowl with him this year. So I get it. If they can get a first-round pick or something like that, everything around that team right now has to be based on developing the quarterback. you you got to get Anthony Richardson to a place where a year ago today we're talking about him the way we talk about Justin Fields. Is he the guy knocking on the door of being the next NFL superstar, oh, yeah. the next Josh Allen, the next Jalen Hurts? That's where you want to be a year from now. And I get it. Jonathan Taylor doesn't have to be a part of that. So it does make sense if you can get a lot for him, a one or whatever it is that adds up. To it would have been better story. earlier, though, when everybody had shit. You know, like yeah. when there was a window. Someone will do it. Pre-draft. Someone will do it. Someone will give it to them. Because, look, if the Jets didn't have Dalvin Cook, I would be screaming that the Jets should do it. If the Dolphins do it, I had Sal Palantonio, who was the opposite of me. He's not prone to hyperbole. He's been a reporter for 40 years. He said on my show yesterday, if the Bills get Jonathan Taylor, just put them in the Super Bowl right now. And I think that uh, that makes sense to me. So that scares me to death. I think Jonathan Taylor's... Um, ultimate destination will go a long way, could go, and I think will go a long way towards deciding who winds up winning a lot of stuff this year. Hell yeah, and I hope wherever he goes, he gets somebody's going to have to pay him, though, right? That's a sign-and-trade. That's not just a, sign, a trade, right? Right, they have to make a new deal with him. No one will trade for him unless they know they're going to get a deal done with him. But he knows he's, look, he's, uh, for everything, everyone, people love him, by the way. Um, and I assume you know him personally. I don't. Everybody raves about him. Um, that, that, that he's a smart, he knows he's not getting $26 million. He's not getting paid like he's a pass rusher. He's not getting paid like he's a left. I don't tackle. know if that's true. He, you think he thinks he's going to get paid the amount of money that, you know, that some of the big star, I, that other, look, I that, hope, that those days are over. Well, that's what I think a lot of, like, that's kind of a part of the whole thing. As well, because I think he was kind of taking a stand for the running backs as a whole, too. Right. Remember they had but that. But he's not going to he's going to get more than four million dollars. I mean, the franchise number is eleven million dollars. He's certainly worth that. And there are a lot of teams out there that can pay him that. And for him, that'll be a lot of money. And it's a lot more yeah. than he's guaranteed to make. I, hey, I think you're now. misreading. I think you're misreading the uh, I mean, I might be wrong because you would assume that Jim Irsay and Chris Ballard in Jonathan Taylor at some point over the last couple of weeks since the shit has started where they've gone like, hey, we can give you like $4 million more million, we'll make it guaranteed, and then we talk next offseason, it's $8 million, that helps a little bit, that's more than Austin Eckler, that's more than a couple other guys, yep. but also you're going to be a free agent at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. You would think that that would have happened, right? I, I, would, I, would, uh, I would hope that that would have taken place. I would assume so, yes. And, but then if that did take place, then that means that Jonathan Taylor and team said, no, we want to you know what I mean? Like I, I don't he know. He wants his money now. Yeah. I, I think he wants he wants a three year extension. I'm just making things up here to be very clear. Yeah, we're all are. we all are. I don't I'm, know shit about yeah. fuck either, and I'm right. in the city, you know. So it's like, yeah. But if you gave him, you know, a three year extension at the kind of money that Saquon Barkley is going to make this year, and 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 Tony Pollard, the franchise tag running backs, I, I would have to believe he would take that. And he, look, he's 24 years old. Listen. At this point, we're, at this, we're just speculating so recklessly now, it's pointless. <laughs> Here's what I will say. No, I believe not. he's going to get traded. I believe he's going to get traded. And I believe if you put him on the Cowboys, that could they should absolutely do it. And that would shift the balance of power in the NFC. I think if you put him on the Bills or the Dolphins, it could shift the balance of power in the AFC. Tony Pollard's like, what the fuck? Yeah. Come on. Yeah. You know, just sitting down there in Dallas. Jerry Tony said- Pollard should love it. 
He should love it. My man, Tony Pollard is, he's a, an accent piece. Ryan Clark said it great on Get Up. He wow. said, he putting Tony said. Pollard in that offense <laughs> is like driving a Lamborghini into a demolition derby. He, he, the, you give that guy the ball 23 times a game and ask him to run it between the tackles, he won't make it to October. Hmm. So he needs a, a workhorse. He needs, a, like Zeke, he needs who Ezekiel Elliott used to be, and that's who Jonathan Taylor is. And then Pollard makes his, gets his, like, 14 touches a game in which he is dynamic and, and makes big plays. That's what he's meant to be. I, I think that is a perfect pairing. Was that your show where he said Justin Jefferson, George Pickens thing, Ryan? No, he said that. No, we played it, but he. he I no, no, no. We definitely. We certainly got a pop off it. Yeah, yeah. We, we, <laughs> yeah. we certainly. Hey, Ryan, remember you? We'll remind everybody. Mm-hmm. This just happened. Certainly, Ryan. By the way, congratulations to him. Monday Night Football Countdown wins the Emmy last year. That George Pickens, Justin Jefferson thing was obviously his opinion, and a lot of people disagreed with it. That's going to happen when you're stepping in there. And I guess the accent piece is okay, but like I think Jerry said. I, I got a lot of faith in our young running backs right now. I'm not looking ahead to that room at all. I, I thought with the Zeke non-signing and him going there, I assumed they were like, hey, Tony and whoever else, this is your room. If they were bringing Jonathan Taylor, good luck. I think Swagoo would love that, obviously, because mm-hmm. they would be back in good conversation, good graces, if Jonathan Taylor's playing like he was playing two years ago, which we assume, right? We'll just assume that that, that takes place? We're going to hope so. I mean, he was hurt last year, and hopefully he isn't hurt now. Look, Jerry... Jones told us two weeks ago he had no money for Zach Martin. And then all of a sudden, he had money for Zach Martin. I don't pay much attention to what people say. (laughs) Just pay attention to what they do. The Cowboys need Jonathan Taylor. I think the Bills need Jonathan Taylor. I I, I think the Bills need someone to run the ball who isn't their quarterback. And Jonathan Taylor is pretty much as good at it as anybody. Everybody in Indianapolis would hope for Jonathan Taylor to get paid and play very well. Mm -hmm. But if he doesn't want to be a Colt, Colts sucked when you were on team, so mm-hmm. just didn't work out, yep. I think, is the way it views. Hopefully, both parties will win. I'll be excited to see what that contract looks like before the trade. Pac-Man's got something for you, Greeny. Hey, Greeny, everybody's talking about uh, Aaron Rodgers and the receivers, but nobody's talking about this running back room that you guys have in New York. You got Brees Hall, you got Davin Cook, and Michael Carter, who's played really good. How do you think I have them in top two as far as the room in the NFL? How do you think they'll pan out as a group? And what Yes, do you, what do you I think? agree. Pac-Man, I totally agree. They also have a kid they drafted out of Pitt named Israel Abanakanda, who I think is going to be a really good player. He, they took him on the fifth round, and, and he's another guy who's a good player. Look, there are there are. I, I said this the other day, and, and Pat McAfee, you would understand this as well as anybody. Hell yeah. There are three things that you can't have too much of. You can't be too rich, you can't be too handsome, and you can't have too many running backs Hell because they are always going Hell to get hurt. So, I mean, one, one minute you're a luxury and the next minute you're a necessity at that position. So I would, I think that their, their, their depth is their biggest strength. What Dalvin, Brees Hall, when healthy, is a stud. And this gives him the chance to not have to rush back. He got hurt, um, I think the week after that Green Bay game last year. So it was October of last year. He's so he's now like 10, 11 months removed from an ACL. Let him come back. Let him He's rev back. up and be 100% ready. Dalvin is phenomenal. Michael Carter is phenomenal. Abanacanda is a nice change of pace. Yes, Pac-Man, I think that the Jets are as deep at running back as any team in the NFL, and that is hugely valuable. Was it his left knee or right knee? Do you remember for Brees? I don't remember. I, I, Let's I'm say it was exactly his left sure. knee then. Let's say it was left knee. Okay. Last night, Hard Knocks, he was talking to Sauce, and he said um, – 
yeah, I might touch 23 miles an hour today. Yep. It's like, okay, he feels mm-hmm. like he's back. He was doing lunges, full leg up lunges, which is very late in the rehab uh, process. And also no knee braces no. when he was going against other people. I would say this is just looking dumb eyes. Yeah, he looked really just good. Through these eyes. <laughs> sure. Brees Hall's back, I think. Yeah. I, I, think, I think you should be pretty comfortable that Brees Hall is back. They didn't even have a brace on this guy, which I – was a that was surprising. It's like okay, normally they just throw one of those on to cover their ass. Like, yeah, let's just put a brace on just in case. He was wide open seemingly and bursting. And if they, I think Robert Sala said, I love competition in a room or whatever the case is. It's like that whole luxury to necessity bar that you drop there yeah. is so good because let's just say a guy, Hammy something. Yeah. Oh, you got another all pro back here. Yep. Yeah. Like, that is, I think it was a brilliant move by them to get Dalvin Cook. Brilliant. Guys never, look, the season is longer now than it's ever been before. Um, There's no question that depth at that position is critical. And Pac-Man, I'll go back to your question. If Brees Hall and Dalvin Cook are both healthy, that's the best one-two punch at that position in the National Football League. That's the best one-two punch at running back that any team has in the NFL. Garrett Wilson was the rookie of the year last year. Brees Hall would have been. If he had stayed healthy, he was better than Garrett Wilson before he got hurt, and then Wilson wound up winning the Offensive Rookie of the Year. Hall is that good. Garrett Wilson won Offensive Rookie of the Year with five different quarterbacks. Couldn't really throw the ball that way. Yeah. You know, and that's that's incredible. none of them were good. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, Zach's good all of a sudden now, it looks like, (laughs) through hard knocks. But watching, watching Aaron talk about Garrett, and watch everybody else kind of, and then the what they're showing from the ones on one on ones from mm-hmm. Garrett. It's like, oh, he makes some unusual cuts. Like you're watching a highlight, and it's like, oh, this guy's going to try to get the edge or whatever. Like you're just because you've seen so much football, and then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, he's like cutting it back like a running back. Yeah. After he gets the ball in his hands, that's the type of shit that Aaron has done very well with in the <laughs> past. Like let me let me put this right in a spot. So this guy can continue to run. And if you can get yards after catch with that whole thing, yes. oh, you guys, hey, you might have it. Yep. This might That's be so it, Greeny. It feels like too I'll much hype. Oh, a lot of positive. A lot of positive. Too much hype. Too much hype. No, there's no, there's no such thing as too much hype. I mean, uh, it's my wings, man. Yep. Yeah. We've waited 50 years for this. 50 years. I'm an old man, and this hasn't happened since before I was conscious of it. The last time the Jets won, I was one. So, so I mean, I, I, there's no amount of hype that is too much hype for them right now. And again, Rodgers is the reason why. He's been everything. He's literally been everything for us. He's the biggest star in New York right now. The city loves him. I got giant fans walking up to me in the street saying, I got to be honest with you, Greeny. I love Aaron. I love him. I thought I was going to hate him. Uh-oh! Him. The giant fans love him. It's the Jet City again. Wow. Oh, no! Wow. We got Giants fan in here who goes, you know, for that preseason game, sideline on Jet side, 150 bucks. Sideline on Giants side, $400. So let's just remember who's who around here is what this guy, old Brucey Suits, says who's a diehard Giants fan. Yeah, it's a little bit Knicks and Nets to me, but it is true. I do love Aaron Rodgers, and it is cool seeing him become a New Yorker a bit. But Danny Dimes was slinging yeah, it all he's a dog. Oh, hey, he was looking good the Man. other day. They're excited. Saquon, immediately after that Zoom call, said, you know what? I'll, I'll take $12 million. Yeah, get- Whatever the deal is. And Jonathan Taylor was like, all right, you do that. I'm going to start a war over here. Yeah, <laughs> want 20. Uh, it's great to hear. I do appreciate that. The only negative thing about your Jets 
is the offensive line. And that leads to what Ty wants to ask you about because he is a Packers owner, actually. Yeah, Greeny, last week on Get Up, uh, you pleaded the Jets' front office to trade for David Bakhtiari. And, and since then, Brian Gutekinds has said, hey, that's, that's not going to happen, so you can forget that. So I was just curious if you wanted to take this opportunity to plead the Jets' <laughs> front office to trade for any more of the Packers' best players. And also, <laughs> um, also how like it seems like things with the offensive line are kind of cooling down a little bit. How concerned would you say you and kind of just like the Jets fans in general are with the O-line going into the year? Dwayne Brown back. Yes. Mm-hmm. Today. Mm-hmm. I think. On, on a scale of 1 to 10, 11. Because the only thing that can derail this is if Rodgers gets hurt. Like, I mean, that's, you know, a bad week here or there you can live through. But we can't get him hurt. He, As I said, he's everything. So if, if he if he... If the offensive line is as bad as it has at times looked, then we got a real problem. Now, I happen to think it's, it's going to come together better. I, I, don't, I hate the fact that I'm about to say this sentence. Like, Makai Becton is one of the most important players in the entire NFL this year. If he's healthy, then the Jets' offensive line, I think, will be fine. They don't have to be great. They just have to be average. And I think they could manage average with him. Without him, they could be in real trouble, and that's an enormous problem. And as far as the Packers are concerned, yes, Zaire Alexander, can we get him? Can we get? Uh, <laughs> uh, can we get? Uh, I take Aaron Jones, AJ Dillon. Uh, I like him. Uh, I'll take AJ Dillon. Well, you know, we've already got a pretty stacked running back, so I'll just take one of them. Oh, you can keep Gary, whichever maybe. one of those two you want. I'll yeah. take the other. I like Christian Watson. I like Romeo Dobbs, actually. I like what I see from him. Um, so there are a lot. Yeah, look, I, I could see us going a lot of different directions. We'll do our shopping. We'll go do our shopping in Green Bay again um, as, as soon as we get to the trade deadline. Yeah, they're open for business. That's not your fault. Nope. You know what I mean? That's not your fault. They were like, yeah, four-time MVP. Fucking take them. Yeah, yeah. yeah you got to do what you got to do. Randall Cobb, yeah, Alan Zard, we don't want to. Yeah, yeah. Do what you got to do. And then I do appreciate the fact that LaFleur on the record was like, are you talking about Green Bay East? When he asked the job, I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. Behind the scenes, there's some shit being talked. Oh, yeah. I enjoy that. I can't wait to see how it works out. Because like you, Greeny, we all think Jordan loves a guy. Mm-hmm. But with that being said, feels like it's Super Bowl or bust, even though Greeny's trying to hype, right. tamper mm-hmm. the sure, expectations. Sure, sure. Super Bowl or bust this year, going all in with an offensive line, not a bad decision. You talk about Aaron getting hurt. Could you imagine, Diggs? Oh, yeah, uh, Greeny, you said that's the one thing that's going to derail this. And I know you, just as a Jets fan and as a sports fan in general, you hate that he's playing this preseason game, don't you? Listen, I've said this on the show every day this week. Take me instead, okay? I mean, if, if, if don't let anything happen to him, okay? Let me get hurt. I'll, I'll fall off a curb. I'll do whatever it is you need. If, if he gets hurt in this game, and I don't, I don't even, I mean, I don't like to put it out into the universe as even a possibility because I know he believes in that, and if he does, I do because I stand in firm lockstep with him on everything now. Um it would be the most devastating thing ever. And I can't imagine they're going to put him in a position where that's even a remote possibility. I have to believe they'll do whatever whatever the things are that you do to make sure the quarterback does not get hit and is as safe as can possibly be. I mean, I remember when the Jets, they lost Chad Pennington for not the season, but it was months um, with, uh-huh. a, um, with, with, a, um, with a broken wrist. In this preseason game, Mark Sanchez got knocked out for the year in this game against the Giants. Oh, Bad no. things oh. that happened against the Giants. But there's no way in the world they're going to let that happen to Rodgers. They, they just have to not let it. By the way, can I just make one other quick um, observation? 
We ran a piece of sound from Rogers today where, where he talked about when Sala came over to have a conversation with him about playing. And he said, well, look, I had a very nice conversation with Robert. And that wasn't the exact phrase, but he just called the way he called him Robert. I thought was really remarkable. There's no other player in the NFL who just casually refers to their head coach by their first name. Yeah. And frankly, what's that? I mean, did, did you ever hear that? Like yeah. Peyton Manning never called Tony Dungy Tony. He never got up there and said, well, listen, you know, after the game, Tony and I sat down and we figured all this stuff out. Like, there's, it's always Coach so Yeah, you're right. Brady coach. was always Coach Belichick. Bill. I like it. I mean, why Tom, we, Tom Brady saying Bill. Kendrick Bourne said it last week. So, I mean, they're, they they, say, Bill, I think in the NFL, you know, it's a lot more like yeah. we're working together. But I do believe Coach is normally – Normally, coaches so. normally, and and we overdo it. I mean, what is that's not a military title. You're just a coach. <laughs> it's not like you're addressing a general. Like I think it's perfectly reasonable for him to be like, listen, I was talking to Robert and so and so, and there's no there's no obvious reason to me why you shouldn't do it. I like it. I am completely in favor of it. Well, I want to let you know if Artie Smith ever comes on your show after he gets another <laughs> win in England, he will be deserving of the title, sir. Coach already, he's trying to get knighted. He he actually said on our show, he said, I don't know how many games you got to win in England as a head ball coach before you get knighted, but I'm going to try to find out this whole thing. And then he followed up with us. The last time I said that to the British reporters, the joke fell very flat. (laughs) He said he's going to give it a go again. He said, I'm going to give it Uh a go again. If he gets knighted, he was, think about how obnoxious that is. (laughs) Sir Coach already, like he like went in on the whole title thing as well. But the way Aaron and Robert Sala have been talking about his peers, they've been talking Talking as mm-hmm. peers, almost as anything else, which is a good relationship in the NFL. Now, Coach Sala, uh, I appreciate everything we've seen out of you on Hard Knocks. When did you decide that Aaron needed to play, and why was that decision made? Well, I, you know, I just told him we got one fucking up, okay? One up to do this, all right? And listen, we, we talked about it last night. You're a commander, all right? You're not a survivor. Our offensive line has fucking sucked so far, right? and we and we got to change who we fucking are right fucking now. Because if we go into the, in, in the season with Zach Wilson, yeah, he's look he's looked good. Hard knocks is great. You know, he had that long run. We're fucked if we don't have you. Okay, so go out there, play behind this shitty offensive line right now, and you show everyone you're a fucking commander. You're not a fucking survivor. All right, we got one up before the regular season starts. Go get it done. How long have you been working on that? Uh, I just kind of, when I was watching it the other night, I kind of just did it out loud, and I was like, oh, that's not bad. <laughs> no, it's good. That's good. I'm happy that's it's good. here, because we, we got that bald head. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We yeah, got a bald head here that we can just toss on. Jason. And I feel like he's going to be in the news a lot. I love the way he speaks, man. I, I really do. I enjoy the way. Are you learning a lot about him from this Hard Knocks, and what are your thoughts on him? Yes. I mean, look, I, I continue to believe that he's – the second biggest X factor. The offensive line is the biggest X factor. The second is him. And after two years as head coach, the only thing that can be reasonably said of him is that the jury is out. There's things about him I've liked and things I haven't. What I will say is that his job description completely changed this offseason. He went from a young coach with no head coaching experience who was taking over a young team that was looking to build gradually, which is one thing. To a team that's expected, you just said it, to win the Super Bowl this year. That's a very different thing. And as you point out, and is as obvious, there is a very limited window here. Rodgers is going to be 40 years old. So whether it's one year, two years, three years, this is, this is not something that you're waiting for the coach to grow into. So if this goes sideways this year, I do believe 
that's the first place you look to make a really significant change. They have the talent. They have the oh, quarterback. Shit. Now, oh, yeah. I'm not. Bro, you're no, on the I'm back. Just saying, like, the pros on the back of Eagle right now. Uh, on him. You're the crow, yeah. Bob. You're the crow. <laughs> I did not just fire Robert Sala to be clear. Well, uh, but well. I do think I think he's got a I, I think he's the pressure is on him. The spotlight is on him to get this thing right immediately. And yes, I do like him on hard look. I think everybody likes him. From what I can tell, mm. he's a very likable person, but we need to win football games. Yeah, I do like the fact that you just said that little story you told at the beginning of training camp about the crow getting on the back of the eagle. And attacking the eagle, and the only bird that does that, and then the eagle says, "Oh, is that right? Well, we're going to fucking go and soar a little bit." Yeah. And inevitably, the crow can't breathe the same air that the eagle can. You're saying, "Hey, Aaron's the eagle here, pal." Okay, yeah. <laughs> you're either going to fly next to him, <laughs> or you're going to be on the back of the crow and you're going to die. I appreciate you saying that, Greeny, because that's probably how Sala feels. I bet you that's how every coach in that building feels. Because when there's an expectation for success, all the coaches know, like, well, if it doesn't happen. Woody's not wearing that chain because of us. Yeah, no, right. You know, he's put a lot of money in this locker room. He's expecting success. And if it doesn't happen, it's not where he invested hundreds of millions of dollars. It's probably in the, the group of dudes that are sleeping on our couches every single night. Uh-huh. So let's remember that. Good luck to the Jets. Shout to Salah. And shout out to you, man. Still crushing. Are you back now all the way to season? Oh, I'm back all the way through the season. I've barely been off. Look. After uh, last year, when, when you when you got the entire world counting my days, thanks a lot for that. <laughs> uh, I, I have been paying some attention. I think I've worked more days this summer than you have so far. Whoa! Whoa. It's pretty close. It's pretty close. We took a long time. Um, but long yes, long. I will be in the yeah. saddle and and ready to go. And look, you've you've been around our operation at Get Up. You know how we do things. You know how how how. Um, careful we are how specific we are about the topics that we do i never would have dreamt that we i would live through a season in which the jets were the biggest story this is like a miracle has fallen in my lap if you think i'm missing a day of this you got to be out of your mind since get up started i've had sam darnold then i oh Oh, yes Good run, ladies and gentlemen, Mike Greenberg. Yeah, Mike. That was awesome. That was yeah. actually the part. I had Sam Darnold <laughs> and then in your head. All right, Nobody, now let's yep. just start. Yeah, yep. 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 Go back he did that. That's why he's in two Hall of Fames. Yep. He was like, let me just take you to water here, okay? You're going to have to drink. But mm-hmm. since Get Up has started, I had Sam Darnold. Now I'll let you fucking figure it out. <laughs> you finished. Strafolsky, Flacco, Zach, you <laughs> Mike know, White. Everybody just kind of rolling yep. through the names. All right, let's get to a break. I appreciate that conversation from the suit over there. Yeah, mm-hmm. it just it brought back all my Jets hatred. I hate yeah. the Jets so much now. I nah, just remembered just it. Watch another episode of Hard Knocks. You'll be right back in. I do like the episodes, but no, I hate I hate the Jets. Thank you, Owen. Glad you're back. Yeah. It was a good, good episode last night, though. Yeah, it was. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was. Being solid so far. I like Sauce, the way yeah. he operates. Mm-hmm. Him talking to like everybody yeah, on the offensive right. side of the ball, not normal. You know? A lot huh? of people just kind of isolated, kind of do their thing. Sauce seems to have a relationship with every human on the on the on team. The team. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Then pointing out Thomas Morstead sprinting after every oh, time he holds man. a field goal. Yeah. Love it. So sweet. I, people, a lot of people ask me, "What the fuck?" I just, <laughs> I don't know. I need it. So, yeah. <laughs> the Jets fans after field goals, when Thomas Morstead is busting a four six seven four seven probably forty. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to hear that. Whoa! <laughs> yeah. Some videos in the stands. People. Thomas looks faster this week. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. End of the season. Whoa, he's kind of lumbering around. <laughs> yeah. I never did the full sprint thing. 
A lot of jumping though. Because mm -hmm. when you're you're supposed to be like explosive, like punting, you have to be explosive. Like it's yeah. a very explosive movement. But most of the time we're doing a lot of this right here, yeah. you know? Yeah. And then holding, you're getting crunched. Your entire body is just being put into a ball. You have to be tiny. And then you have to stand up. It's like, all right, keep these legs loose. When you're young, it's not a problem. <laughs> when you get old though, boy, these joints start to fucking. <laughs> Real tight. Got some scars here mm -hmm. doing this. Let me go yeah. kick into this net. Oh, I missed one. Hit a guy down there. That's good. Ooh. It's a whole thing. So I've never seen the full sprint down the field operation, but maybe I missed out. It looked good. Look great. He's, he's a runner, bro. He's yeah. he was real He's a big yeah. son of a bitch. Yeah. His yeah, yeah. legs, too. They actually come up to, like, my tits. <laughs> so, like, stand next to him. He's, like, three to four inches taller than me. And his legs literally just come right up here. <laughs> it's like it's that like, with Cobb. That would be really nice. Yeah. To, for a punter, for yeah. your legs yeah. to just be the longest on earth. Yep. But then when he starts running, he has like perfect form, super smart guy. Yep. Yeah. So I think when they taught him how to run, he was like, all right, here's the perfect execution. Mm -hmm. he, that son of a bitch is striding like that guy in Happy <laughs> Gilmore. You know what nice. I mean? He, yeah. He's going, hi. Yep. Hey. His first tackle in the NFL, you go back and look, it was awesome because he actually walks a guy and he has like perfect form while he's running. I'm like, you're you're fantastic. Talks, Beast. Man. Yeah. yeah. That's Not, not supposed to be in the NFL, I don't think. No, I assume that's why the Saints lined him up at D-tackle that yeah. one game. Remember him at four-point? Oh, yeah. He's, oh, yeah. he's awesome, bro. He, he's very intelligent. Like, yeah. super duper duper smart. Like, I think so if wasn't a meathead, which he is, he is mm -hmm. and like a super competitive person, I think he'd be doing a very, very serious big brain job. Yeah, NASA. But instead, he's just one of the greatest punters to ever exist. And... Yeah. He full sprints after every field goal. Mm -hmm. yeah. This would be his second, right? If they were to win the Super Bowl, he's already got one. Yeah, he had yeah. the surprise onside kick in, yeah. uh, against us. Yeah, mm -hmm. That was back when he kicked off. Because I was like, oh, he's running because he's got to kick off. And mm -hmm. I was like, no, he doesn't kick off anymore either. Just, just fucking get a run in. Yeah. Randall Cobb saying, that's some of my favorite parts of the football, man. Yeah. <laughs> Telling everybody. Watching you run. Mm -hmm. Have you seen Tom? And then they got that slow-mo of Salah seeing him. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. What's going on over there? I love Thomas. Thomas t uh, taught me how to punt. So I'm very thankful for Thomas Morstead. He was much better than me. He was the first guy I saw at a camp where I was like, oh, that motherfucker. Huge. That guy can do what I can do. Because right. normally you show up at one of these fields, for some of us who have big legs, and you just watch people, and then you just go ahead and put your thing right behind them, mm -hmm. and you just launch the ball over their head. Yep. Sure. And it's like, all right, just kind of let everybody at this place know what's going on here. That was the first time I showed up at a camp, and I saw a guy hit a ball, and I was like, oh, I can't do that one. <laughs> How far did that guy fucking just hit that ball? And then I go over and talk to him, and he's like, obviously, I'm staring up at him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He's like, hey, how are you, Pat? <laughs> Super good guy. I'm like, thank you. Can you teach me how to do what, what you, you just did there? Yeah, no problem. Yeah, no problem. He's taught, I think, when it's all said and done, he'll probably have like 22 NFLers that he taught. Damn. Yeah. While he's in the league. That's sweet. Yeah, he's he's an awesome guy. I'm happy he got a little shine last night. I appreciate that. Was he in the Ray Guy Award finalist too? No, but he should have been. Like, that's one of the guys, yeah. Should have yeah, been. been there. Yeah, yeah. should have been there. Huber should have been there. Mm -hmm. But they weren't. I was there, mm -hmm. and I lost. Guy didn't even have enough punts to – he wasn't on the stats. <laughs> didn't even have enough punts to make it into the stats. Oh, my God. 20-some punts. What are we even doing? He was greasing poles. No, he's a cool guy. Not his fault, Ray Guy. Yeah. yeah. Shout out Ray Guy at Hall of Famer. Shout out. Shout out. I don't know what the deal was with me. We had a beer the night before. I thought I won him over. Yeah. 
What a jerk. I think I was the only one drinking, which could have been a part of the problem. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> still. Me and A.Q. Shipley just housing beers at this oh, college right football award show. Boy, you're not supposed to enjoy yourself? Have o- a good open time? bar over there, some food over there. Tim Tebow was there, the whole thing. Yeah, you earned it. Me and Sean Marino were hanging out. I believe Colt McCoy was there. Me and A.Q. just absolutely getting blitzed. As you should. <laughs> absolutely. That was the first night we really ever hung out, and now we know. In the yeah. trenches. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's right. What a time. We had a good time. Back joining us live from an attic in Ohio is a man who is a college football national champion, a Super Bowl champion, a Ryder Cup winner, but not a champion, but he is the champion of Ohio currently. Will he be greeting Methy at the doors this evening as Inter-Miami takes on Cincinnati FC, a big-time soccer fan, father of 10, A.J. Hall. You're going to take, uh, take old Axel down there and say, this is what greatness looks like. This is Methy. Methy, welcome to my state. Welcome to my city. Are you going to do that? Uh, unfortunately, I think we're going to have to miss it, but I'm no! glad some of the boys are going. Cool. Yeah, I, someone should have made me aware of this a couple days ago. <coughs> I thought you knew. Oh, AJ, of course. Yeah. Methy's coming to your state, and we're supposed to tell you about it in Indianapolis. Yeah. Okay. Friends. This is just kind of how things go. People get fired from a company we don't work at. My fault. Exactly. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You, uh, you have Methy coming to your state. Our fault. Yeah. Of course. Obviously. Hey, habit. we'll take it. We're the reason. We're the reason you're not... We're the reason Axel's not getting a chance to see Methy. Okay. Sorry, Axel. Okay. I guess we'll live with that. That's on us. All right. Yep. All right. All right. Should be fun. Should be exciting. I, I look forward to hearing the reports back from the boys. Well, we'll follow along uh, through the boys' social medias yeah. and Instagram stories. It's pretty even odds on the fact that Pac-Man's going to get on the field and be shirtless with Methy after the game. Sure. No question. No question. Sunglasses on. Yep. Mm-hmm. Shirtless. Jersey mm-hmm. change. Be a, it'll be a video. Yeah. Of him jogging. Speaking Spanish. And Methy, Methy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Smell me. <laughs> Methy. <laughs> and he's going to be right fucking there. Oh, yeah. Shirtless. Yep. And I assume he had already scored a goal and just beat the shit out of Cincinnati FC. No Has offense to. to Cincinnati oh. FC. No. What, AJ? Oh, we don't know. It's gonna be, hey, I hear it's going to be a tough match tonight. Cincinnati. Could have been the Pittsburgh Riverhounds. Yeah, so. Man. Methy's obviously lucky he's going over to Ohio to take on Cincinnati FC, the number one team in the MLS. But this is a completely different tournament. This does not count towards the MLS standings. Nope. So dumb. This is doing? so stupid. What are we doing? The MLS Open I am Cup, so man. fucking sick of this. How, can you guys, can you give me a math equation yes. about what matters and what doesn't in soccer? Like, we, what was it last year? Maybe two. Who knows how many years last ago? Week. It was every week. No, not just, not just last week. Pac, this is the thing. Every single Wait, this weekend. Is the, this is the MLS, though, but it's a different tournament within the MLS. That yeah, the MLS yeah. Open Cup, Cup man. man. Pay attention, right, well, Every week, it's something with the these people. I the, make issue, it simple. the issue is with the MLS Cup here is all the other leagues do their cups during the season because whoever you wins the league them. wins the league. <laughs> you didn't make it simple. If, you, if they're, Bro, lace, if they're, if they're lacing up their boots, it matters. We've watched more MLS soccer over the last what two weeks? Yeah. My entire life combined. Three weeks yeah. than than ever. All those games didn't matter. None yeah. of it. Nothing mattered. Oh, okay. They're still in last place. Yeah. And not in the playoffs. Matthew's team is. I don't understand any of it. Have I don't understand lost. any of it. But I bet you they're going to win. If I know anything yeah. about Matthew, <laughs> they're going to win tonight. So congrats to Inter Miami for winning another World Cup. That's right. Uh, yeah. yeah. Another, tonight. Trophy. <laughs> another trophy. I think it's forty-five. I think it's the semis. 
It's a who? I think it's a semi. Oh, right. there's even a final one? Right. There's what? another game that doesn't count. I'm not going. Fuck this. I am man. so sick of this. Why would he play in this then if it doesn't matter towards them getting to the playoffs or the final? Percentage of ticket sales, yeah. Uh, yeah. subscriptions Apple to Apple, all that type of thing. never played in a previous yeah. game. He's doing Floyd Mayweather right now. All these are exhibitions. Yeah. Just selling out tickets, Don't. selling out stadiums. None of it matters. Join us now. I can't take it. I can't take it. <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> I thought we were finally back into like, oh, this matters. Yeah, yeah real This league weekend, play. league's back on Saturday. Never. for Oh, I bet. Yeah. I bet it is. Until they decide it's not. Join us now as a guy from a real league, okay? guy that plays <laughs> football great. Hell yeah. He also has a podcast that we all love called the Big Slay Play, or Big Play Slay Podcast, where he said something about a rookie who hasn't even stepped onto an NFL field yet mm. that is causing eyebrows to race because he's not the only one. Everybody is seemingly talked up. This man's new teammate. Ladies and gentlemen, all pro corner. Big play Slay. Darius Slay. Yeah. What's up, dude? Hey, what's good? Hey, I don't know if you saw the clip, but it's obviously making its way around the internet, so great podcasting, good interneting. Uh -huh. Whenever you called Jalen Carter a rhino and said, this dude doesn't even know his entire strength yet, and then the other night, yeah. Brandon Graham was on a preseason game with Ross Tucker, and he's like, this guy has no idea how good a football he is. You said, I don't want to say any names of who I will compare him to or who I'm actually thinking about, but I've played with a lot of great players. This guy is unbelievable. What makes him so special? And also, how do you feel about the team as a whole, big play slay? This is good news. Oh, man, good, man. Uh, the kid's special, man. The kid's strong, aggressive, fast. He get after it, man. Um, he played with a lot of chip on his shoulder. That was the big part about him is, man. He played with a big chip on his shoulder. He got that compete. Uh, like I've been telling a lot of folks, he for sure probably should have been like the number one pick probably in my mind, you know what I'm saying, besides a quarterback because the guys really – Really talented, man. Real talented. Yeah, I think, obviously, a lot of things happened during the draft season for Jalen Carter, and none of it was good, and I assume none of it was cool to go revisit every single week, seemingly, for him. And then his pro day, he was in the middle of a lot of very serious stuff happening. It didn't look good. And then there was a narrative like, ah, he's not going to work. He's not going to show up. Bad, whatever. Feels like the Eagles yeah. culture was the perfect place for him. And what is it about the Eagles culture you think that makes him be a perfect fit for the city and for the program? Uh, you know, great guys here, man. Great leadership, man. Got guys that have been here for a long time in the league. BG, Fletcher Cox. Uh, guys that kind of set the standard here and the standard being, you know, going on for years and years. And um, having Fletcher them here, uh, they can, like, you know, teach him how to be a pro, teach him how to go about stuff, you know. And we got one of the best uh, security dudes in the world, man, Dom, man. So Dom is the best dude in the world, man. So he makes sure everything is handled properly. So it makes sure you're in a great spot, in a great space. So, uh, you know, I can say the organization of Philly is very, you know, great at what they does, as in, you know, keeping players on the team. Hey, shout out to Dom, man. Shout out to Dom. Dom, that dude. And Dom the dude, man. Shout out to Dom. Dom's got some calls about 1230, 1 a.m., 2 a.m. You know, where people are like, hey, in a spot, car broke down. Thought we had a driver. We do not. Dom, need to get home. Okay, we got, we got practice tomorrow. Need to figure that out. Dom got you. Probably an ex-federal agent, if we had to guess. Yeah. Every team has one of these guys who's plugged in that can do it. Shout to Dom. Shout to the Eagles, though. Not easy to build that culture and sustain it. Seems like you guys have. Go ahead, AJ. I'm curious. I know early in camp you mentioned possibly playing some wideout and getting some balls, maybe maybe catching some touchdowns this year. Have you made any progress on that? I know the coordinators seem to be open about it. Man, I'm looking forward to it if they ever do. You know what I'm saying? I told them they want another thousand yard receiver. Just holler at me. You know what I'm saying? I might go for 1500. You know, <laughs> Fuck around, maybe 2K. You know what I mean? Yeah. You got AJ Brown. I mean, he's going to take up a lot of attention. 
You know, mm-hmm. Devontae, people are going to want to pay attention to him. Yeah. Is corner, yeah. is corner out here? Nah, let him go. And then all of a sudden you got yep. single. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. I'm getting the, I'm easy work. That's easy. Why are you guys fighting the Colts? You don't want that. You don't want the Colts. You know what I mean? You don't want any of the smoke with the Colts, pal. I, I, yeah, yeah, I heard. I heard. We were be trying to fight the Colts, man. We, you know, we built different. So uh, we shouldn't have never took it that far, man. You know, uh, it should just stay professional, play ball, and just, you know, just compete at a high level. But, you know, football is football, man. You know your joint price get a little chippy. How's Coach Sirianni this year? Uh, he's calling plays, obviously, with Shane mm-hmm. Steichen being sent over here to Indianapolis, which is, I think, why the joint practices are happening. And how is yeah. Sirianni as a head coach who's also calling plays? And what the what has the message been basically? Like, we were close last year, but we also got to fucking get back. Like, what has his message to the team been? And does he have any menorah or any other <laughs> references or metaphors that we need to hear outside of the uh, locker room? No, hey, hey, he done learn. You know, he been studying films, so he he ain't messing up his messages no more. So he got to understand of all his messages he putting out now. <laughs> but uh, man, coach been just doing a great job, man. Uh, you know, him and Brian doing a great job at leading the offense away and coach uh, the style for sure for the defense. Well, right now, man, we just know building off of what we did last year, man. You know, we a different team than we was last year. You know, we had an older team this year. We got a little bit younger. So uh, I know last year we looked on good on paper and we played good just like we was on paper. But this year we look good on paper as well. But we got to put the product out there. So uh, it's a whole new year, whole new team, whole new look. We got to go out here and compete and uh, earn that spot again. You know, it's all about starting all over. Not easy, especially hey, that NFC East. Mm-hmm. Hey, that NFC East going to be problematic. Go ahead, Pac. Actually, I know uh, early in the year before you signed your contract, you was looking or thinking maybe going somewhere else, but you decided to stay an Eagle. Tell me how close the uh, DB group is and what made you decide to do that. Uh, man, just uh, just talking to guys, man. Uh, just know, you know how the game go, man. You know, uh, I was close to going somewhere else, but, you know, and then I thought about it. Oh, where? <laughs> do we know that? Is that already public? Oh man, it was, it was, I was close to Baltimore. Oh yeah, 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 yeah I remember yeah. that. That was close. swooped in. And yeah, I really just—I was probably like a flight away, you know. So, uh, but uh, talking to Dom, talking to Howie, and all this, we got a very great understanding. We found a way to get the job done, and uh, you know, and I know the culture, you know what I'm saying, and um, and where I'm from, ooh, yes, them boys practice a little bit harder than we probably do, you know, a different kind of way, you know. <laughs> so, uh, gotta save these legs, you know what I'm saying. I'm on year eleven, so uh, I thought about my career. And like, yeah, you know, I think it's best to stay over this way. More chill. I understand. I know I can get out of work. Don't need to move. Come in and get on out. I know where I'm eating. Mm-hmm. You know, I know. Yeah. Where, uh, yeah. There's a lot of comfort. Yeah. You know what I mean? Life is it's comfort, man. It's a comfort thing, man. You know, year 11. Uh, I ain't got time to be uh, every day in it. Yeah. <laughs> Old dog, new tricks. 11 years. Long time. Hey, long Damn. time. Long time out there. You know what I mean? That's a long time being the best athlete on the field or having to be the best athlete on the field. Have you changed anything with your body or have the workouts remained the same since day one? Yeah, they're going to stay the same, man. I don't be doing nothing but chilling, playing a video game, and getting after it. (laughs) So you're just – you think you'll be able to – like, for instance, Pac-Man, 14 years a corner, obviously. Yeah. Wouldn't move to safety because (laughs) – don't disrespect me. Is that what you're saying too? Oh no, I, I ain't tack- uh-uh. safety is different angle. I can't I can't come from the top and try to tackle somebody head on. I, mean, I need to come from an angle. <laughs> I respect that. He did it strictly because I'm a corner. Mm-hmm. I'm not a safety. Sure, like his sure. yeah, I'm a corner. Yeah, you guys could get an extra like four years. Yeah, uh, a lot of money. Nah, 
different level tackling somebody here. It on. is. Uh, it's a whole different mentality. Oh, who are you talking about? <laughs> who, yeah. who are you even? I'm a corner. But you you think he ran a 4 5 1, 39 years old, uh, out here like two weeks ago? Yeah. You just assume forever you're just going to be the best athlete in every room you walk into, you think? Easily, by far. God, it'd be nice to be an NFL DB. Yeah, it sounds yeah. sweet. That'd be DB s- the best athletes. Do you eat super? Are you a super nutritious? Like, uh, and um, and my grandma like almost going to be ninety. She been cooking collard greens and fried chicken every day and eating it. So I'm gonna do the same. <laughs> Good for you, man. Yeah. Good for you. Love, love what you're doing. Uh, been around 11 years. Obviously, you've seen a lot of things. You said some things last year that obviously got Ty to go from 6 to midnight. Go ahead, pal. Yeah, Darius, uh, last year, and obviously you p- you played against Aaron for a really long time uh, in the division. But then last year, after when Green Bay came up to Philadelphia and he got hurt late in that game, Jordan Love came in and looked pretty good after a couple drives. And then post-game, you said, like, hey, a lot of throws this guy was making kind of reminded me of 12 out there. What was it that you saw from him uh, that kind of reminded you of Rodgers? And do you think that like, Packers fans should be very confident in Jordan Love going forward? Uh, man, just as uh, how you're throwing the ball, man. You know, off the back foot, fast, quick release, quick decisions, you know. So, uh, gunslinger, you know, that's what A-Rod love to do. You know, he don't like the check downs. A-Rod won't touch down. So, uh, he had the attitude out there. I saw him out there just, you know, coming out there confident and uh, controlled the offense, man, you know, and almost won the game for him, guys. So, uh uh, he was a great, uh, great guy, man. I, you know, I, that's the only film I got of him. But the little quick little glance about him is like, hey, he can really uh, do this thing. So, um, you know, Green Bay, I think they do got a great quarterback in their hands. Ty would like a full report by the end of the week uh, if you would watch a little bit more film than just that game. But let's talk about your quarterback, Jalen Hurts. Last year, going into uh-huh. the season, if this guy's good, they're going to be great. Yeah. If this guy isn't good, he's gone. We'll get another quarterback. Then, obviously, he goes on to do what he did last year, which was right. remarkable. Everything I see from him off the field, he's a guy. It's been like that Alabama, Oklahoma. Yep. He's got terrible fucking golf swing, but he seems to be beloved by everybody. <laughs> what have you seen from Jalen this offseason? We know the screensaver is the confetti and like a reminder of what happened. What have you seen mm-hmm. from him this offseason? And obviously he's paid now. Where do you think he goes and continues to go? Uh, man, he's going to go up, man. Uh, his, 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 his potential is crazy, man. Uh, the guy just come in to work. Everybody, you know, um, great leader, lead the way, man. He come and practice every day, compete at a high level. Like I always told guys, man, a guy asks questions to anybody, no matter where you're at, how it is. He just want to be the best that way he could do. And um, he's not just trying to be like, you know, everybody's Superman. He's just doing his job at the best level he can do, you know. He always say check his box. That's his main thing he loves to say is check his box. So every day he try to do is check his box in practice and games and all. So he tell the whole team to do that as well. You know, make sure you check your box and don't worry about nobody else on. What was that golf thing? Did you get a swing in? I didn't see you. Did I see you hit one? Oh, uh, no, I ain't hit one, but I got my golf swing pretty nice, man. I'm, I'm in the golf game a little bit. You know, I'm getting very good at it. 11 years in the game. Too. You're rich. Yeah, you got to golf. Got to. It's fine. It's way, it's way more better than football. Honestly. I am not going to lie. So what is this? One <laughs> club and you just got to hit the ball further than the defensive guy. Offense versus defense. Well, something mostly we put, say, hey, you got to hit in this direction. And to get it closer to this. And then uh, I don't know how close he was. I went there that day. But that thing shoulder is stiff. <laughs> I'm laughing at him. Like, his immediate, ah, this yeah. guy sucks. Yeah. He, he basically said, as they were doing that, and big dog here, one-handed, I see this on Instagram, hits the shit out of it. Is this like an everyday occurrence? Is this Sirianni's concept? And what is it yeah. normally? To get out of running or workouts? Or what is it? 
Oh, no, nah, man. You know, uh, coaches got a great thing about us connecting, you know, so we do a lot of great things as a, as a team, connecting, you know, just competing in a funny way. So that's one of the things we do as connecting, man. So he probably made us play golf that day. And, you know, see who they hit up our offensive defense. And, uh, you know, we just hang with each other. Kick it. That's basically what it was. Yeah, speaking of kicking it, none of you are fucking with the kickers and punters in that game. <laughs> none of you. Oh, no, no, no. Jake yeah. the GOAT. Hey, he's dog for real. It's 56 yeah. yarder the other day. 56 yarder oh. day, just like a chip shot for him. Oh, easy, man. I'm telling you, go, Jake the GOAT. And he can do that in golf. He like that in golf. How's he in the locker room? Ooh. Oh, he's amazing. He's, you know, the coolest dude. I'll say he's the best athlete in the, uh, in the room. I love everything you're saying. Wow. <laughs> I love everything you're saying right now, Big Play Slay. I appreciate yeah. that. Let's say that more often, though, too. Go ahead, AJ. <laughs> uh, I'm curious about Sirianni. You mentioned earlier how he, he may have done some self-scout when he's addressing the team. How, was, how have you seen him change? Has he gotten more comfortable in the locker room and everything, even though he felt obviously very comfortable on the sidelines last year? Has that even grown now? Yeah, it's, it's always go, it gets better every year, man. He's starting to understand his team, understanding his position. You know, uh, of course, you know he was a young coach at that time, but now he, you know, he he's a veteran coach, man. He just by learning by with the players, really, man. That will really kind of help them up and grow up to be like a better coach, you know, and learn more because he uh, he asks questions to the players and uh, we give him my point of view, and uh, he does well, man. I, I appreciate him to the death because, uh, like I said, he's a great coach, man. He know how to uh, be a leader. He was born at a very young age, too, that guy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And now he's just maturing into this perfect football yeah, coach. That's right. That's right. He, he cracks us up, dude. Love, love him. He, there, was a, there was a run there where MCDC comes into the NFL. Oh, yeah. Then this fucking guy comes into the uh-huh. NFL, and it's like, here we go. We love what is happening. Then he ends up in the fucking Super Bowl. Yeah. yeah. It's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And then MCDC's got this team. Mm-hmm. On opening night in Detroit, which nobody would ever say, which nope. I think Detroit fans have anything to say to old Darius Slay here. We love you, Slay. Just that's all I yeah. gotta say. You know Detroit fans loved you. Actually, everything once you got traded went downhill. So that's all I gotta say. Just love you, man. Yeah, we do. We do. Yeah. We enjoy watching you. The Lions are back. They seem to be a different team. But these entertaining coaches, I love it. Speaking of coaches, you got a new one. Connor has a question for you. Yeah, Darius and entertaining as well. Pew pew shots, 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 explosives. <laughs> but uh, as most teams go to the Super Bowl, do they lose all their coordinators? And you guys lost uh, Gannon. Now I think it was CJGJ had some choice words about his. His departure, but how's the new DC doing? How has the defense, you know, looked under new, you know, leadership? And do you expect to break that 84, 85 sack record that you guys reset last year again? Hey, hey, hey I hope they do because that means uh, I don't got to cover that long and I get more picks like that. So I hope so. But uh, <laughs> Coach is doing a great job, man. The defense is um, amazing. You know, uh, we're just going to at this process right now. You know, it's training camp. Just learning, adjusting, and, you know, trying to find a way to put my ability to help this defense be great. So that's what a lot of guys are doing right now. You know, we're at the end, and um, guys are really putting it together, man. We're going out here to compete. We don't have two joint practices. Uh, they've been great and amazing. So uh, we're going to continue to keep uh, growing this defense. You guys lost those joint practices or what? What happened? <laughs> I mean, I don't consider joint practices never losses, man. I just think both organizations just trying to get out there and get some great work in and uh, get yeah. better, really. Yeah, who got better, though, you think the most? How'd you feel about Anthony Richardson? <laughs> you can see anything? How'd you, how'd you feel about Anthony? Oh, man, hey, hey that, that kick is slang now. He got a, he got an arm on him. He got a cannon. Like, uh, man, I'm talking about, like, he's zipping it. Like, he looks... Yeah, yeah, pew, pew. and you know, shout <laughs> to my boy, uh, Garner Minshew. You know, I'm saying he got a, yeah. he does it, he does his thing, but you can see a complete difference in the arm strength quick. <laughs> <laughs> no offense, Garner. <laughs> no offense, Garner. You're my guy. It's not my just guy. Gardner, by the way. I think it would be a yeah, lot of people with the way yeah. that guy 
flips the wrist a little bit. He's young. He's going to make mistakes, obviously. Mm. He's going to grow, and this isn't a conversation for you to have right now, but are you playing tomorrow night? I'm year 11. It's all right. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, you've earned it. You deserve it all. Enjoy the hell out of this year. Thank you so much for joining us, and good luck with everything. I appreciate it. Y'all have a good one. Ladies and gentlemen, Darius Slay. Thank you. Are you playing in that preseason game? Mm. Yeah. Okay. Great question. That's cool. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Great answer. I don't don't think so. Uh, Year 11. 11 years? That's a long time. He's been around a long time. Holy shit. I did not realize. I view him as like a young guy almost because he just makes plays and he has a great nickname. Well, that's because he was in Detroit for all those years. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Kind of get lost. Like Matt Stafford's been in the league four years. Exactly. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Football hell for a little. Oh, that would have been a good day. Yeah. That would have been a good thing right Looked there. Great. Let's go to the phones. Shout out to uh, Darius Slay and shout out to you for reaching out to him. Yeah. Him talking about that Jalen Carter, it feels like everybody that knows football yeah. is saying the same things that were kind of being said during draft season. Yeah. But with everything that took place, I think some teams said, oh, we can't. That's going to be a bad decision, you know. And the Eagles were like, uh, they're saying this guy's the best football player available? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll draft him. 17 and, of his former teammates? He's friends with everybody here, pretty much? Lost a D-tackle in free agency. Oh. Okay. Okay, so what did he do? Oh, that's not cool. That's not good. We'll tell him. We'll talk to him about it. Mm-hmm. But with that being said, also, we need a three-tech. Yeah. And uh, Come on. That's right. yeah. So, Howie, are we... Uh... Yeah, I'll call Drew Rosenhaus right now. Tell him to stop taking visits to anybody outside. Yeah. Yeah. That's literally what happened. Yeah. yeah. Remember, Rosenhaus came out and said, I'm not sending my client to anybody outside the top ten. And everybody was like, why are you doing that, Drew? Why are you doing You think I don't know the draft? Yeah. <laughs> first you draft? Think I don't first know, one? You think I don't know who's going to draft them? And then at 10. Yeah. Boom. Boom. Tr- trade it up. Yeah. Here we yeah. go. Yeah. We are out of here. Let's go ahead and draft Jalen Carter. Good for him. Good for the Eagles fans, you know? Yeah. Those Eagles fans deserve everything. They do. Yeah, sure. <laughs> they do. I'm, I, think, well. I think there's a chance I'm going to be in the building for that tomorrow night. Oh, hell yeah. That'd be sweet. I think, yeah, because we are off oh. on Friday. Because there's some shit happening here. What's going on? Uh, what's next in line for the studio, Zito? Oh, we're going to add a lot of transmission stuff. Okay, oh, nice. of course. Okay. Sure. Yep. Of course. Whatever that means. You know what that means, AJ, right? Yeah. Good transmission yeah. stuff. So things just won't work when you come back? Yeah, it's like whenever you pop the clutch and you miss the gear, <laughs> and then transmission sounds like it's dropping out of your car. Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah. That's what we're doing Got in the it. studio. Okay. We're putting a brand new... <laughs> Okay. Exactly. <laughs> Granny shifting. Got it. Yeah, exactly. Double, yeah. Floating gears in here, doing yeah. that whole thing. Are we downgrading it or upgrading it? Well, in this particular sure? case, I think it's just, uh, I think we're past the downgrading part. We've already okay. done that. Okay. Right? I okay. believe we've already downgraded. No, we have not. Zito said we have not done okay. that. Okay. Okay. I'll be excited to see why we have not done that yet. I thought that was already done. And I was like, well, don't really tell the difference. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I thought that was the first <laughs> thing. It looks Me great. too. So I was actually pretty like comfortable with well, not that. Not that pretty. pretty yeah. Well. Looks good still. Turns out. Downgrade. You got downgrade from like 4K to something else because they can't transmit 4K? Bingo! Whoa. Smart guy. Big brain over there. It's like when you were doing games, right? When you were doing remote games, is it similar to that? Like they can't feed it through there or whatever? Bingo, yeah. So we're going, we have to go down to 1080, but then the frames per second are 5994. There it is. So that's actually higher than what the 4K is. So it's allegedly 4k is 29.97 we're going to 50 something frames allegedly that is supposed to just off balance each other Mm. allegedly but whenever we built this thing we built it with all the technology that is 
you know, in 2023. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And like the capabilities had no idea that we're going to potentially go anywhere else. Then, you know, ESPN has built their shit, you know, 10, 15, 20 years ago or whatever. So now, you know, old ZD back there and a couple other people have had to figure out the right place. We allegedly figured it out. Okay. Okay. I trust ZD. Yeah. 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 production undefeated. You got it. But I do love the fact that that is a part of the story. Yeah. We had to downgrade our stuff pretty much. Mm -hmm. Which is wild to think about. For the fancy people. You should see when we're on a call with people who are obviously the smartest people on earth (laughs) over there. And, you know, with our stuff, uh, it's like we, excuse me, thank you. We had the, we had the great grandkid of what you guys are talking about that we use every single day. So we get it. You're, you're on COVID one niner. Okay. We're Delta. Yeah. Exactly. Way uh, past. We're way, way past. We got it. Yeah. We get it. Yeah. We'll go inside social distance. Mm -hmm. Both don't do anything. Yeah. We'll be able to. uh, Jeez. We got six boosters. You just got the first one. Yeah, so. bingo. Don't, We're already in there. <laughs> don't come at us. Bang, 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 pow. How you doing? Mm-hmm. Still got it. What? How'd that happen? I don't know. Yeah. Don't talk about it. Pickle bitch. <laughs> <laughs> That's a real deal. That's a real deal, dude. Mm-hmm. It's coming back. What do you mean, man? It's coming back. Never no, left, no, don't brother. listen to that. Don't listen to that. I'm not, but I'm saying. Yeah, you swear. No, see, some of you people that dive into that particular world on the internet, uh, Connor. Very fun. Uh, Ten Diggs. Mm-hmm. Uh, you. It's, no, I didn't. Believe me, some people, it turns into their identity. Like, whatever side. I, I get I, it. I'm yeah. not addicted yeah, okay. to it. Got yeah, it. yeah, we yeah. got it. That. But every once in a while, I'll get a little message and say, hey, streets are talking. COVID's coming back. I'm like, you need to change your algorithm. Yeah. Okay? We need that not to just be a part of your life every single sure. day. That has happened 30 times. It has happened recently here. Yeah, no. Is that just because election season's coming? So people on the internet are, are predicting that something like that would take place? Yeah, drum something up. I mean, it feels like this is the classic political, you know, w- angle. Oh, uh, you don't know. Why did they even ask? <laughs> someone, someone in this office tried spreading that this morning. Spread what? This yeah, very morning. We just talked about it. Yeah. Someone here has COVID? COVID? Who has COVID? Me. Get him out. Get him out. Six feet, six feet. Don't look at me. Don't look at me. Get out of here. Who is it? Don't make eye contact. I'm not, I'm not Dick, who up. is it? I'm not looking. Where's Bruce? Don't make eye contact with me, any of you. I'm not looking. I'm looking right Don't even look through the screen. Who is it? Better, you two are way too close. Better dust your masks off, boys. No. Gump. <laughs> Gump. 2024 elections come and get those masks out. This ain't Canada. We're not doing that. Does he have yeah, it? in Canada, they have much different problems than masks. All right. Let's get to the calls. <laughs> let's get to the phones here. I think we all agree we're not doing it again. Yeah, please. No. It's way too soon. No, okay. I think too soon. You want to give me get, give me in like 15, 20 years? Okay? Exactly. Right now is that. not the time. That toothpaste yeah, ain't going back in the tube. But just real quick, we, smart people, figure, figure, figure it, it out. Figure it out. Okay, please. That's all we've been asking this entire time. Exactly. Yeah. Just figure it out. I would like that to happen. Well, you guys aren't abide. We abide it. Yeah. The whole, <laughs> we did yeah, every whole fucking time. Abide it. Yeah. As you will. Let's go to the phones. <laughs> smart people. <laughs> Yeah, figured out. The cat too hot. by it's Con too- Man yesterday. Ooh. What's that, pal? Connor and the cat yesterday. If yeah, people, that, if they know. That dog wearing shoes, you know, was certainly not a cat. <laughs> and our president fucking knew that. Uh, you, you, you <laughs> Your president knew that. You, my, yeah. Whoa, whoa. That's your guy. Okay. Do you, live, do you live in America? Then wake up. Slow down here. Okay. Our president yeah. knew that was a dog. Uh, I still want to group myself in with that. I mean, some chocolate chip, chocolate chip? <laughs> my biggest regret forever will be just real quick. Sad situation here, obviously in Maui, yeah. and yeah. we have Terrible. donated to we think the right 
something to help. I mean, at this point, you have no idea. Yeah, you never know. You yeah. honestly have no legit, right? Isn't that sad? Yeah, that's sad. Bro. Yeah, I mean, you do. You you got to do some research. That's the problem. Like you really do. Like back in Plum, you know, the house that exploded, there was like so many GoFundmes popping up, and it scared me to death. I'm like, there was one GoFundMe, and I assume everything is good. I assume it's all yeah. on the up and up. They're looking for like six hundred thousand dollars, and I'm like. Ooh. Okay, who's who's going to be running a six hundred thousand dollars fund? Because yeah. that's pretty much oh yeah that's, what happened. That's a lot, a lot of, of power, job, a lot of pressure too. Not yeah. a power pressure. Who, who decides where all that goes? Yeah, who wants what? to sign yeah. up for that? So it's like not whenever really. you're trying to donate, I don't want to say it's not easy, but it really is like difficult to kind of get through there. I think we've that situation in Hawaii is crazy. It's kind you of see not the big. videos of the people out in the ocean like. Trying to just get away from the fire and they're just oh, yeah. hanging out in the ocean for hours. That was oh yeah, man. As somebody who goes to Hawaii, appreciates, loves Hawaii, like, and I'm very fortunate to be able to do so. Obviously, it's expensive to get to Hawaii. It's a long, long way out there. Yeah. But when you're sitting on that island and you open your maps, and it's literally the blue dot is bigger yeah. than the piece of land that you're on, yeah. and you think to yourself, like, if a wave comes, where am I going? Like, if a storm, where am I going? Let alone if the inside of the island was. Attacking you yeah, pretty much. Get out. I have no, you have nowhere. That's scary. So obviously, we hope everything and what well, there, it's catastrophic. Obviously, there's like yeah. 850 people missing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of kids Damn. missing, not just adults. It's sad, bro. Sad. Yeah. Absolutely sad. We hope everything works out. But with that being said, they did not seemingly say a lot of good stuff to uh, President Joe Joe Biden whenever he was over. Well, that's because, you know, Joe, while they're talking to him, he's falling asleep well, and drooling in their face. I don't think that was the case. I, I think he was well, just, it was a very serious part of the speech is what I saw. Okay. And he uh, was kind of like a funeral type, like yeah. praying for them. And uh, then he got woken up. But nonetheless, bad scenes happening all over the real world. Yeah, Smart people. Figure, figure that. Okay, we need it. Let's go to the fronts. Let's go to Dale in Kentucky. What's going on, Dale down there in Kentucky? Hey, Pat. Uh, for, me and four of my buddies, we're kind of researchers, and we go to a different college football game every year. We've got a pretty impressive resume, we think. Oh, yeah. Tuscaloosa, Ann Arbor, wow. Madison, we are going to Morgantown what? in three weeks. Nice. Need some advice, where to hit, okay. what to do. Hit, backyard brawl. Hey, Dale, you're going to enjoy the hell out of yourself yeah, there. So I, I, to be honest, I don't know exactly where the right place to go is right now, but if it's game day, just go to the blue lot. Go to the parking lot. There, all the entire state of West Virginia will be in the parking lot, and you will be very welcomed. There will be a lot of booze, and I assume you'll have the time of your life out there. What about Club Z? So I think Club Z shut down. No. Uh, the what? owner that got arrested. Got what about shooters? Yeah. Yeah, same owner. He's in jail right now. Oh, what about no. that other bar? Where the guy what about Lazy Lizard? Actually, I, Lazy I sh- Lizard's, uh, I think, still open. No, they changed the name, I think. I think it's a different name. I don't know. I spent a lot of my cor- life going corporate. Is it corporate like a lot of other campuses? So there was yeah. a part of town that got like where our house was, where I lived, was a pretty big, uh, you know, good time area. Mm-hmm. I believe when your guy Gordon Gee came in, mm-hmm. your guy, my guy, my guy, G. came out of Ohio State, had a great reg- uh, resume out of Ohio State, comes over to West Virginia. This guy's going to save the world. Now he has a sweet bow tie. I don't know how he's done. I haven't kept up enough, but I do know <laughs> that they just steamrolled an entire part of the city and put in new, brand new buildings and everything. Yeah. And that's probably smart because there was a lot of outdated stuff yeah. over there in Morgantown. But in my eyes, from what I heard, it did lose a little bit of its sauce. Uh, sure. Pizzazz? I did, I did hear there was a little, a little bit of 
pizzazz. A little bit of pizzazz lost in oh. Morgantown. But I'm assuming if Morgantown is out, that guy used to run Lazy Lizard, actually, by the way. That's Vlad. He uh, is now yes. a big-time donor for West Virginia. Did he lead the team out on game day? Yeah. He could. Center. This dude's he's beloved. Got, this yeah. dude he's is beloved. On. Yeah, he's a dog. This was a sponsor event. Come on. Playing center, I thought, nice. for you guys. Yeah, he, done, he was eating on the field. I'd I'd take Vlad out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would take Vladdy out there. Mm-hmm. I've seen him have to kick some people out of Lazy Lizard pretty yeah. late night. Yeah. I like might have been one of them with the pads on. Is he wearing number five? He doesn't need pads normally. That's why you put shoulder pads on. He's gladiator. That? Yeah, well, that's when he's splunking right now. <laughs> right. We're kind of getting yeah, after what's going on? for good recruits. What are you talking about, what do you bro? Mean? Trust the process. You ever heard yeah. of fucking coal mine? A lot of hating in here. <laughs> Sorry, dude. <laughs> I'm not hating. I'm just wondering. That's Vlad. What, what do you even like? If this guy shows up against Penn State, on. you automatically win. I just, of course, he will be there on the sideline. Yes. I think he has been for like the last 20 pads. years. Yep. But if you go to a Every club game. and you see this guy, wait, charming, funny, funny. Mm-hmm. runs yeah. a good establishment. This guy runs a good establishment. You feel pretty good. Your night's good if this guy's there. I love that I learned. I had not seen him in a long time. Me and this guy have spent a lot of nights together. I'm a big fan of his. He's looked out for me a lot. (laughs) Old Vladdy has, you know, really looked out. When I saw him in full uniform in this video from WVU football, I've never been happier. I'm like, oh, he's around the building. That's good news. In 1891 Club, which the 1891 Club pack is obviously, uh, it is obviously a, uh, it is, it it is obviously the, uh, you know, Can't we're eighteen ninety. Can't wait to hear about it's it. It's the elite. You got all the trophies, all the bowl games. Yeah, the, the history of yeah. The, What's eighteen ninety one about? Well, that's the year that it was founded. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, sweet. Oh, wow. Is that guy returning kicks too? Are you sure? I hope so. I hope all these guys. There's Neil. Yep. Look at them oh, eating on the field. Fun fact about the 1891 West Virginia football team. They only played one game, and they lost 72 to nothing to Washington and Jefferson. <laughs> wow. Yeah, but, W&J, that, W&J had a wagon then. Yeah, so why do we name it that? Why do we name it? I think it's the first year of school, pal. I don't know, is it first year of football? I saw team? another year, 1867, on one of those tables, too, though. Well, that's the, they, they get clever. Yeah. You know, well, it's that, like a clever. That was a different year for us. <laughs> no matter Virginia. what, there's an answer for the question. No matter what, you got an answer. I have no idea what the fuck it is. I saw that video go. I'm like, what is it? Yeah. And then I saw my guy, Vladdy, and he's wearing a pads. I'm like, this is mm-hmm. awesome. I see an old guy catch that punt. Yes. That was a good kick. Not easy to do that. Good. Those lights were on, too. <laughs> mm-hmm. 1891 Club named after the first year of football. Of course. Yeah. That's what it is. It's we first, knew. First year of football. They were fucking, hey, they lost, but they had good spirit. Uh, oh, and oh, one. Okay. Just oh, and one. Almost one. Completely defeated. And, and that's if you the donate, thing. You get, you, get, you get cool things if you donate, and there's certain levels. Supports Mountaineer football beyond its annual operating budget. Impact areas include, but are not limited to the fifth quarter program, recruiting, and special projects. The resources. Oh, that's where Vlad comes in. Generated from, yeah, the clubs, probably. Mm-hmm. If I don't know if Vladdy's still running clubs. If he is. That's where you need to go, Dale. Go to that club. You need to find where that club is. He's got it. The resources generated from the 1891 club enhance our recruiting efforts to bring in elite talent. Oh, this is the NIL. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is their collective. Okay. Is this like the collective they, they made? Yeah. I didn't know that that was the name of it, though. If you donate $15,000, you get to create your own experience. So I think you might get to do whatever you want. What? I, mean, I give a million dollars to the children. You can yeah. kick off. Yeah, so you're now on the wait list then. Did for, you create your own experience? Years? 1891. I don't even know if I'm in a club. How come you're not in pads? There it is. Yeah, great. I actually, if I was to do this, uh, obviously it's not going to be me and pads. Could have been. There's going to be people hand selected. Hey, go put these pads. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Hey, con man, you made the West Virginia Mountaineers. Absolutely. He wants to catch a punt 
in pads. Mm -hmm. We'd also like simulated crowd noise yep. uh -huh. in this stadium. And I want mm -hmm. the first you your own backyard brawl. Yeah. Can you create your own experience where we all get to suit up and scrimmage the first team and see how that goes? Let's just bump up to the 20, see how that goes. You lose. We lose. Yeah. What is that even? Yeah. You're acting like this is Turkey Bowl. Maybe. Well, AJ, you're not playing. You're not, you don't have him playing. No. Darius is not I've playing. Seen no, no, no. Tone's, Tone's explosive, though. I saw him go through the blaster at camp last year. Yeah, but his feet can't keep up. The bones in his feet are done, like my feet at the tall head. Any bone in my body. 20,000-plus coaches side on a pair of special recognition. Ooh, Love that. Invitation to members-only events. Elite Mountaineer event. Ooh. Create your own experience. Two home sideline passes for the entire season. Yeah. Two pregame sideline passes. Two away game sideline passes. Dang. One game. All right, count me in for that one. Yeah. Okay. You get a lot. Yeah, you but you, you don't anymore, so won't it, won't it be? Uh, I didn't give it to this, though. I gave it to the kids oh. across the hall. Oh, so if That's you do it you. to this, you can be the Pat, it can be the Pat McAfee head coach of class of 2007. That's going to be a little bit more expensive, I think, in $20,000. I'm just thinking those two home sideline passes for the season, two pregame sideline passes for the season. Get the apparel, too. You could dress up like Neil Brown standing right next to him. Yeah. Let's call him plays. Do you get the vibe? Do I get the call play? That is a question. That is a good question. Cool. Sure, you could work that out. If you get yeah. that really bad bowl cut, I guess they'll that let would you call plays. Should we ask Nuke the Nuke? My experience would be we'll calling be the first quarter. Play. Yeah. Uh, one play. Or whatever. Yeah, I was thinking first whole first quarter, quarter offense, yeah. defense, and special teams. Okay, sick. Give me a headset. I want to get to 26,000. What's the deal? Mm -hmm. Good luck, Mountaineer. But Good when luck. we play Duquesne, when we play Duquesne, we could probably yeah. call the whole game. Put me on a headset. Garrett Green's running wild, bro. Good luck. He's going to be one week removed from going into Happy Valley and doing his Ooh. dance. Flying high. Yeah. Do your dance, Garrett hey. Green. Do your Good dance. dance. 20 point yeah. underdogs, week one. How you doing? Keep it moving. Mm -hmm. Who you taking? West Virginia. What are we even? Uh, okay. I can't wait to see the screenshot of your bet. <laughs> hmm. Interesting. Where am I gambling at this year? Ooh, wherever the egg, wherever you get the best number. You're damn right. Mm -hmm. We're shopping, baby. Yeah. We sure. are shopping. Ha <laughs> ha. That's good news. Yeah. Yeah. And you should go shop Penn State up to 34 and a half because they are going to wipe the floor with the Mountaineers this year. You are a pig. Wait till you're wearing their pads and let's see what you got to say to yeah. Neil Brown's face. I would love to. I, I actually, love you know to. what my experience I want? Yeah. I want to bring in Mike Barwis. Okay. Yep. Yep. I want Rich Rodriguez there. What? Okay. I want somebody to experience a summer workout. That's my experience. Oh, okay. That's yeah. what I want. Damn. I yeah. want to watch somebody experience the summer workout that we used to do. Yeah. And that we, and I think they we survive. Could, I think we could serve drinks though. Yeah. And yeah. food. We yeah. get one of those. You got to finish it. You got to finish it, no matter how long it takes. You got to finish every rep and every run. And just like that thing was set up, we get tables on the field mm -hmm. while it's oh, happening. Sideline. Oh my god. You're gonna be cramping up so bad. Vomiting oh all over the field. At 6 a.m. workout. You put Neil Matt Brown drills. through the workout. Are you talking about the mat drills? No, I'm talking about uh, just a regular the fits, workout. The one tens. Oh yeah. Oh, 40s, summer conditioning running. Three hundreds. Yeah. Yeah. That's we, what I'm talking about. We did. We did ten of them fifths. Yes. Ten hundreds. One tens. I mean one tens and then ten sixties. The only reason why I know it's one tens is because that was my introduction to fucking football conditioning, mm -hmm. and I left soccer so I didn't have to do conditioning. Oh. And then first day of summer workouts, this oh. is the most running I've ever done at a practice in my entire fucking life. Mm. And as I ran with the speed, asshole, yeah. should not have done that. My rookie year was keeping up, but I ended at the goal like I ended at a hundred yards. Here come rich. <sighs> Here comes Barwis. Oh. I had an extra one after all of a sudden. What the fuck? What did I do? It's 110 yards, you fucking kicking pussy. <laughs> oh, my God. Excuse me? I, 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 I thought there was a line I just ran. Well, you got it, bro. All right, you that was it. your first, like, real football experience, huh? Oh, yeah, dude. But now I was it's in great was, Oh, my God. He I was, was in great day. shape, though. Like, Yeah, of course. You could run all day, I'm sure. Yeah, I did not. I had not lifted, though. I'd never lifted in my life before that. 
So, like, wow. in the gym, we work what out. An eye- Did you have any expectations? I mean, that's crazy to think of just thrown in there, too. Especially Barwis being the guy that <laughs> yeah. I'm thrown I mean, into. He is the toughest one you could probably yeah. get. Yeah, 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 it was wild. But to his credit, I mean, he made me a monster. I was, I was like. All of us. Yeah, he made it. I was hang cleaning like 365, 395 towards the end of it. Locker rooms are a wild place, too. I've never lived away until I went to West Virginia. I, I went there running four, five. 100, I was running with 10, 800. But when I left West Virginia, I was running 425, probably 10, 500. Yeah, Barros is the man. Yeah. His entire crew was beast. awesome. Except for yeah. that one GA he told me I put my hands on your knees. I did not. My hands were on my <laughs> fucking hips. Still to this day, I remember his face. I remember just like being so mad. I was probably ridiculously hungover if I had to guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just absurdly hungover. Just got through your little workout. Thank you. McAfee, another one. Says who? <laughs> Says? Said you put your hands on your knees. I did not. What? A, I'm a fucking senior. You don't think I know the game? You don't think I know the ha, ha, yeah. ha game? Yeah, you looked weak. All right. I'm out of here. I'm not playing. Yeah. Find somebody else. I'm done. Find somebody else to kick and punt. This ain't, ain't happening. But Barwis was the man. I'm very thankful for Mike Barwis. Yes. He would get kicked out of every single fucking school. What? If he was to be working right now. And every human that's ever worked out. Loved him. Loved him. But he would not be able to be who he is right it's crazy. Now, which is wild. Yeah. Like him calling me a kicking pussy or whatever. Yeah. Day one. There's some. Ki- now that's not his. There's some kickers though that would be like. This guy. What? Call me a. Call me the P word. There'd be a full investigation in that. Uh, oh, oh, yeah. Yep. Oh, man. I told my mom and dad that. My mom said, Was that that super cute guy that runs the. Uh... I'm like, Stop. <laughs> I tried to break me. You know what I mean? Yeah. You don't care. I almost fucking vomited out here. I quit soccer to stop running. This guy's running me more. My dad, Oh, that's what's he got you doing? All right. <laughs> I need to do that. All right, Tim. I'm just trying to take three steps and kick a goddamn ball. I don't know what this whole thing is. The guy will fight me, though, I think. He had muscle. It was like. Yeah. His muscle was just like. It was actual like a, rock. Yeah, he was a fighter, remember? Yeah. Yeah. He, he was fucking I don't know if you people. guys got into Oh, my God. Did you guys yeah, get into a full yes, gym? Yes, we done got into it a couple times. Full gym. <laughs> full gym fight. Bro, I've never won with him. Coaches versus players. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, we, guy was yeah. on a rear naked choke on somebody. Yeah. I think I came in with a leg on one guy and like tried to tackle him, and then all of a sudden, Barwis is both of my arms <laughs> behind me on the ground. I'm like, "Who's this?" And I turn him. Oh, oh my god! It's hard. It's hard. It's hard. <laughs> oh my god! I, Just kidding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You win. You win. You win. You win. You win. I tap. I tap. Go get somebody else. Go get somebody <laughs> yeah. else. And then he gets up, and then I go attack a GA. Mm-hmm. Yep. Good move. <laughs> good energies. Yeah. It was good energies. Good move. Well, and everyone loving him. Like that. That speaks more than anything, especially if he was a massive prick. Sometimes I think it came every from human. a good place, though. Yeah, yeah. it came That's from all a good place. You know, all that matters. You got some coach. Coaches that coach hard and just disrespectful, and then you got yep. some coaches that love the players that just coach hard, but it comes with it come from a good place. Yeah. Hey, motherfucker, get your ass. Yeah. Line. To but that point, that never really affected me as as him talking to me because I know it come from a good place. Yeah, I think what he said to me actually was, "Don't be a kicking pussy." Like, yeah, sure. It was like a uh, like, like, "Hey, it's your first day. We don't need." Yeah. yeah. I don't need to hear you yeah. right now. That's not the standard. You got it. And then I just, we did the hill. The hill? And then he, we, everybody knew we went out on Thursday. We have to run this fucking hill on Friday. Friday morning, yeah. It's a test. Here we go. Yeah, got these hills it. and bar was, good morning. Yeah. You know, just ready. I don't know how he was so awake all the time. I, I, I honestly just assumed he was on, you know, every single narcotic. Sure. Just every single morning. But Jacked then you, up. you watch and you hear wow. stories. It's like, no, that's how he is every single day of his entire mm-hmm. life. He's got a bunch of kids now. You know, him and yeah. Autumn. Yeah. They got a bunch of kids. He's killing it. I, hey, Barros, I appreciate We all appreciate yeah. you, buddy. 
Barwis knows he wouldn't be able to be today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The camaraderie on those Thursday nights, I bet, were also pretty awesome. Oh. Everyone knowing what Friday was bringing. Yeah, I mean, each night had a different crew that went out, though. I experienced that, uh, you know, because I felt obligated to be out with all of them. Had to. You know what I mean? Yeah. Team bonding. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Monday's got to go out with this Bye. position group. Yep. Tuesday's got to go out with this position group. Mm-hmm. Wednesday, penny pitchers, so the offensive linemen are definitely out. Mm-hmm. All right, got to go find them. Skill position. Thursday is uh, $5. Everything that's all skill, yeah. That was at Bent. Yep. Yeah. Had to be there, too. Fridays, they got us in a hotel, so we can't do anything. That's right. You're with everybody then. Yeah, it's fun. Hey, yeah. we're all eating chicken cordon bleu. Nobody's speaking because Rich Rodriguez is pissed off at everybody. All right, let's go win a football game. Then Saturday after the game, obviously, Pat White's on our team, right? Yeah. Yes, yeah, so we're celebrating. We're having right. fun. So we're having yeah. a good time. Yep. And Sunday, yeah, let's go ahead and enjoy the NFL games down at Sports Bar. And mm-hmm. then we we'll start back over on Monday. Then you do that for four years. Yeah. Okay. And then you, uh, then you think back to yourself, should have taken that much more serious. But. I uh, had a great time. Part of the experience. Thankful yep. for Morgantown. Mm-hmm. Thankful for Morgantown. I wish I was more mature. I do. I don't. No, you don't. Ball. I had a great time. You're supposed to. Oh, you're supposed to. God. You need to have a good. You need to have like. A, I, that's why I worry about guys now. Like they don't get the college experience that we got yeah. to have because of just everything. They don't go out like they used to. And there are a lot of places I talk to different coaches, and they're like, "Yeah, like I don't know, man. Like guys, just it's a little different now. Like just how everything is. They don't. Yeah, they may hang at each other's houses a little bit, but it's not like." They don't all meet up at bars that much and do everything. I think that's when you come together, though. Mm-hmm. You know? Yes. Like, it's I don't think absolutely. I was respected by anybody on, like, the defensive side in the front seven until they potentially saw me chug a beer as the only white person yeah. in a club. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you really get tighter. You know, the whole team, like, whenever me and Reed Williams, who's a redheaded guy, he is glowing, this guy. Now, when he gets sun, he has a bunch of freckles that show yep. up, mm-hmm. farm guy. But, like, us walking into, like, a D-line party somewhere, like, the way we are treated by the D-line forever now is just a whole thing. You need that, yeah. those moments. Yeah. I think especially in a sport like football, you need that type of stuff. But the way society has become, it's impossible to video do. Video games. Yeah. These kids video games now. Well, also with video, though, like, anybody yeah. does anything wrong, yeah. mm-hmm. it's going to be recorded, Boom. sent out their life, potentially ruined. Yeah. And they're but, telling them, too. They're telling these any guy that's any good, like, hey, man, these NFL teams are watching. You can't go mess up. You can mess up all the good work you've done if you do anything. I'm like, well, you can still go out and not get in trouble. And hang out with your buddies. I don't know about that, Morgan. I think if you, uh, <laughs> I think you're gonna happen, find obviously. some. You're I think you're gonna find some. Everyone's, huh? You're protected. <sighs> I was not. That's why you have your teammates to drag them out of there. That's what happens. Like when you weren't, oh, this young guy, he had some fire in the field. He's trying to fight every dude at the bar. We got to get him out of here. Like you, that's how you bond. <laughs> my bladder got me into some trouble in Morgantown. I was gonna say, yeah, you had some lookouts that yeah. didn't look out. Yeah, actually. my bladder got me into some shit in Morgantown. So Dale from Kentucky, you're going to Morgantown. Know that. Every bathroom's going to shut down at about 2 a.m. Mm-hmm. And they just fed you all the alcohol in town. So if your bladder's active at all, keep an right. eye on where a Porter John is. Yep. Or make a deal with somebody that has a bathroom before you get into it. That would be the only thing that I would say is potentially a downfall of Morgantown. Other than that, great city. Lucky to go to college there. And that Arizona State AD running his mouth, mm-hmm. you're the type of guy we don't care for in Morgantown anyways. Because if you can't handle Morgantown, we don't want you as a West Virginia Mountain. Hell anymore. yeah. Hell yeah. Because Morgantown's going to handle you. Yeah, it is. And it's going to be a great football season this year. Brother. Well said. We're beating Penn State week one. Yep. Yep. No question. Definitely. Is, you agree with that? Are you on our side? Yeah. If I bet on it, I'm definitely taking uh, you guys. Come on. All right. Need a picture of that. Duquesne. Yeah. <laughs> be careful. With week Jerry, two. Jerry Smith, the boys. That's going to be a blowout. Done. Yeah. 
Duquesne's quarterback's a stud, I heard, though. Yep. He can slay it. Yeah, they're supposed to finish second in their division or whatever, and they're not even hey. in a good division. So it's better than third. I don't even know the name of the division. West Virginia, it's the uh don't matter. It's don't the right matter. above jail uh, where our universities are like. Uh, <laughs> right? Isn't that what, what conference is called? Cleveland, the, the university that's uh, right mm-hmm. above the jail. Uh-huh. They play against it's actually Duquesne, the it's right sister up. conference of the SEC. What is what? it called? <laughs> What's it called? The Northeast Conference. Oh, the Never NEC. Heard the yeah. Never heard that. Oh. Never heard of it. Is it a dis- maybe a cousin, distant nope. relative? Sister. Half-brother? And guess who won? Who? The North. Who? The North. The North what? The North won. Yeah. Oh, you're talking about wars? Yeah, yep. it defeated the Confederacy, I think. Actually, right. around 18, 1867 <laughs> when West Virginia started. Yeah, it's oh, a factor yeah. greater than the SEC. I mean, if you're talking about overall wars, I guess you can't. Is that the 1891 team? That's a, that's a Hogwarts that's team. That's squad right there. Those boys can play. seven players? Seven players? You need to bring that uni back. That guy in the bottom <laughs> row. That tars. guy in the bottom row makes the best fucking old-fashioned you could ever imagine. Yeah. Third from the right? You're talking about guys? R2? Yeah. Are those yeah. coaches in the white? Bottom right is also an elf from the North Pole. He would he would fucking stomp you out so quick. No, I, I, I don't even know. Birds. That guy's deader than shit. You're gonna have to dig him up if you want him to. <laughs> no, nah, these guys are all still alive. Out. That's how good they, <laughs> yeah, they are. No question. They have one thirty-five year old on the team in between the two coaches. Yeah, you want to go back to school? Sorry about it. Yeah. Well, yeah. Is, did, what about the sideburns? An old buddy to the right. Yeah, he's a dog. Yeah, what not are we? Bad. I mean, I mean, wait. So they didn't wear pads? No. No. This is West Virginia. We got grit, pal. Different breed. That guy's wearing a top hat in the back. Is he a coach or player? He's actually oh, uh, coming from the coal mine. Yeah, he's a Nazi scientist. I think they brought him over. That is not Oppenheimer. Good. You are a pig. No, no, he had an unbelievable offensive scheme. A lot, a lot of people yeah. credit him, you know, kind of inventing oh, the triple option. In the veer. Yep. Yeah, in the veer. I heard, mm-hmm. I heard it. Yeah. Okay. All I know is that guy kicked that ball that he's holding a quarter mile. Hell yeah. yeah. Well, is that like a basketball that swallowed the football? Yeah, that'd be a rugby ball. Which, which kind of. It has a number on it. That's because that's no. how many guys they had on their team. 1891. They rang oh. the bell. Terrible oh. ball security. The other 80? Yeah, it's like buds. Sure, sure. Yep. They couldn't keep up with West Virginia <laughs> football. Yeah, so they keep, they keep track they on the ball. 12 players, I believe. Imagine Greg Swaim listening to this. Oh, my God. God, just gritting his teeth into dust. I gave him another 10 minutes. Oh. oh. How about those pants they have? Who, West Virginia? Yeah, Chris hmm. Angel needs a pair of oh. those West Virginia oh. pants. It's called fashion. Dude, they're sweet. I agree. I need the whole uniform. Nice. Oh, oh bonus ball, bonus ball, bonus ball, bonus ball, bonus ball. Come on, ball. Just come on. Get left. There you go. Oh. Bonus ball, bonus ball. No bounce. No. If this goes in, Washington's being Penn State for real. Okay. okay. I'll bet on it right now. For reals. Yep. How much? Yeah. <clears throat> A solid 25 cents. You're a pig. You're a pig. I, 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 it's I think just because would pay out maybe twenty five million dollars. That's true. <laughs> so you, I'll take that. What are you betting on it? Huh? If no. this goes in, we're trusting the ball. The I truth hole. I don't want to lose. That's the truth hole. I'll trust the truth. I'll hole. bet a hundred dollars on it. If I'll take a money line on West Virginia, be yeah. have great odds on Bingo. money line, right? Boom. We're letting the truth hole talk. Let's yeah, go. let's let the truth hole talk. So right now we can get it at um, nine fifty plus nine fifty at DraftKings right now. Boom! Yep. I'll put a hundred on it right now. Tell you what, you make it. I'll make it my Lolita whale play of the day right now. Okay. Rest in peace. Yeah, that's not a good whale okay. play you want. It's destined to lose. Ah, fuck! Ah. Too jacked up, bro. Lolita, why'd you bring her up? Someone said <laughs> that earlier. I'm not floating? sure who created that, but I like what. Is the carcass still floating in the tank, or have they? I burned no. that thing alive a long no, time ago. Pulled him out. Jim's office. 
It's in it's the Jim Ursay collection. Right. Let's get to a break, please. No, I'm not. I'm so sick yeah, of all there's, this. There's there's 15 blankets named there after Lolita. Go. That's there how we made go. it. What's nice is you don't now that she's well. Unfortunately, since she passed away, you only need an eighteen wheeler. You don't need an actual plane anymore. You just True. Her in the back. Yeah, you just need an urn. Uh, nah, they're chopping her up. They don't need an eighteen wheeler. Bingo. They're not chopping it's her stuff. up. Yeah. Are stuff. They eat her? They already did the autopsy. We, we know that. They had to. They had to suck the stuff from her brain to give to uh, rich people, like in Avatar Two. Yeah. Mm, correct. I speak for Lolita's family. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Which they're is all dead. which is of course. Schmockate and Mopate. Dockite? Okay. Yeah. Dockite had a great fucking run out there. Yeah, yeah. Bumblebee Tuna. Your balls mm-hmm. are showing. Yeah. Lolita will be hanging in <laughs> Lucas Oil Stadium. Yes. By her neck? Yeah, what are you talking about? <laughs> she Easy. Have a neck. She's a whale. Easy. Whales have necks. Oh, where? Oh, where? <laughs> Below their eyes. <laughs> you gonna choke it out? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, oh that was it. That was it. Poor Lolita. You're welcome, Lolita. I love you, girl. Hell yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. Hell yeah. You say sweet. Poor Lolita goes in every. You did time. it. Too bad we can't. You did it. There's her neck right there. Yeah. That well, that's her. It's by the. That is her. What do you mean? Her dorsal fin had been flipped. Her fin had been flipped. Yeah, this guy. Life. 50 years. Right, dor- dorsal Flynn, like Matt Flynn. Just... <laughs> Alright, let's get out of here. We'll be back on the other yeah. side. Before we dive into some NFL news that is happening around Miami, we have to dive into some office news. Yeah, That's we, right. Yeah, we, we just found out <laughs> that some barbarian just walked by Gumpy's cake that was gifted by, I believe, Hoop Edits is the name of the person that sent us this cake. Right. And it was a big Gumpy-free... Gu- this Hoop Edits had no idea that Gumpy was coming back nope. to America. Had one of his friends who owns a cake company make it and said, like, thanks for the inspiration, blah, blah, blah. Very nice. So we had this cake for Gumpy that's been sitting out over there, and it's like, we didn't eat it. Nobody really ate it because we're all kind of on diets right now, which is pretty cool. Pretty cool. Pretty cool, man. Pretty cool. Everybody's doing that. But it was a nice little show of respect. Somebody in this office just walked by and just fingered the top of the cake and just kept moving. Now, Hopefully. we hope it was a finger. Mm-hmm. And that's why Connor just said what he said. Oh. Real? I didn't even think about that. I didn't even think about genitalia being dipped in there. That's bad. Who did this? There is a revenge well, person in the office. Yeah, today, so. There is a theory floating around right now <laughs> that our good friend Tech Joe... Do you remember Tech Joe? Do you remember, <laughs> do you remember Tech Joe? Who was who he affiliated with? Pac-Man Pac. Jones. Uh-huh. He was the guy okay. that drove over here. The with wedding. Him. Yep. Yes. Yep. Bingo. Well, that's how you remember him. Yeah. I remember him from the great times when he was in our office <laughs> yes. in the Thunderdome when he drove over with Pac-Man. <laughs> now, the reason why the wedding thing happened is because he became so tight with our group. Anytime Pac-Man was here, mm-hmm. Tech Joe was here. Then he showed yeah. up in sweats and a hoodie at a very Italian black tie wedding Everywhere. in Pittsburgh. And we had to talk shit on Tech Joe. We thought he was a member of our crew. Like, yeah. all right. Just joking around. Yo, you can't do that. Yo, you yeah. look like a fucking slob. What are you doing? Bust the ball. Yo, you can't do that. So then I think Tech Joe was a little bit worried that maybe we didn't like him. We missed Tech Joe. Big yeah. time. We talked about Tech Joe a lot. We loved his presence. Love you, Tech Joe. We love Tech love Joe. You, Joe. Love you, Joe. Love when he came Tech in. Joe. Today, place one bananas when he walked <laughs> yeah, in here yeah. today. Then we just so happen to have a little fingery <laughs> on the, uh, I don't know what coincidence has are kind of lining up here for Tech Joe, but Tech Joe does not deserve all the blame that everybody's already been putting on him. No blame. 
No blame whatsoever. Let's not sleep on mid here. I mean, the guy was probably flying around the office and fucking had no idea he did it. They told me to turn off the lights, but also... Is <laughs> <laughs> anybody... Lights on the cake. Is anybody thinking about trying this? Everybody's on Have we diet. asked him? Have we asked Mitt? No. Uh, I, Mitt, did you do it? No cap, oh, that oh. frosting looks sick. <laughs> who it was. Yeah, we just got a little glance into the Hammer Don studio real quick there. There's Tech Joe, obviously Tech Joe. Oh, and, and, <laughs> <laughs> that, is, that is nicer than what he wore to the wedding, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> to what he's wearing right now. He's nice. Mick, did you finger that cake? I did not finger this cake, I swear. Okay, okay and Tech Joe, we know. Can you turn Tech Joe's mic on, please? No, did not uh, see <laughs> that yeah. leads to the next thing that was being brought up. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, yeah, let's see. All right, see your dick right now. <laughs> hey, Tech Joe, it's great to have you back. Yeah, yeah, love, you, Joe. Joe. love you, Tech Joe. I'm sure he's glad to be back. Yeah, he's <laughs> accused of this on air. I'll yeah. tell you what, he uh, now he cleared his name right there. Yeah, yeah. he did. Yeah. I believe him. Joe's hey. in a great spot too. He actually said that he recently had a grandson. So he has his first. Oh, congrats. Yes. Hey, Grandpa Tech Joe's Joe. Joe's like 35, isn't he? So much has happened since well, Tech Joe stopped coming here. We had to keep him up to date on everything. Yeah. Tech, we hope you uh, we hope you come back again. Yeah. We missed you. We missed you very much. With that being said, Tech Joe, we need to utilize your tech to find out who's fingering cakes around yep. here. Yeah. Uh-huh. I agree. Because this is like in an uh, NFL locker room where somebody's taking their shorts off, leaving them in the shower. Can't have you it. You know what I mean? Not flushing the toilet. Oh. It's like, hey, this is our house. Who's fingering our fucking we got cakes? Cam- Do we have a camera in there? No, it's, I don't think so. Where did you? How long has this cake been around? Since Gumpy got back. Literally the day Gumpy got back. Oh. Yeah. yeah. So it's been sitting around. I mean. Who does that, though? Who just who just go, I'd like me to know. taste this frosting. I would legitimately like to know. This is just like whenever you came in here and pissed on the floor. Right. Yeah. Yep. At the last place. Yeah. It's like. Yeah, that happened. Hey, I need to know <laughs> who's doing this. In oh, maybe he was drinking and spilled some. I didn't even think about that. He was. <laughs> yeah. You got to go straight from the source. Oh, yeah. you, don't, you don't bottle it straight from the source. From the but what I'm saying is that's an indicator. If they're willing to finger a cake and keep it moving, what else are they yes. willing to do? Yes, yeah. you're true. You are tr- that is exactly. very true. It's not good. So we're going to sniff fingers around here. Maybe okay. nobody, nobody wash their hands. Nobody was mm-hmm. wash- eating it, though. Huh? Nobody was eating it for the last, what, day and a half, two days. So they probably thought, hey, nobody's going to eat this. I might as well give myself a little taste. Okay, cool. cool. No, we checked last night before yeah. we, uh, we left to go to dinner, and it was pristine. Yes. Oh, good, yeah. And there has been one person that has this been is pretty quiet. Awesome. Who's that? Beal. Pac-Man. Beal. Pac-Man, you fingered the cake? <laughs> Pac-Man. Uh, oh! I did not finger the cake. Okay. I thought about street. fingering you the cake. You do like sweet. Uh, actually, <laughs> Z don't stop me. Z said, hey. Oh, so you did this. this no, is I did not do it. Yes, it did. Hold the phone. I want to throw the cake. How close were you, Pac? Yeah, how I close did Z stop you? I was opening the box. Zito was like, uh... We haven't touched that one. I took a picture. I'm going to send it to Fox right now so we can show it on the screen so everybody can enjoy yeah. what mm-hmm. we're enjoying. It's a real thing. This is a real is it thing. Notice- <laughs> pretty noticeable, though? Pretty noticeable? Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's right on the t- right next to Gump's face. It's like... Oh, no. Uh, it was more noticeable than Bill. Bill, sound, Bill, sound Bill like shockingly tried to smooth Whoa. it out, make it look better, so... Uh, oh! Bill. You try to put his DNA back on there. That hold, makes sense. Hold on. Who oh. discovered this? Uh, Bill actually did. Oh! oh. 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 Yeah, I don't think it was Beal. Bill's died, isn't he? I don't either. Yeah, right. Why yeah, would he, he look well, 
All right, let's talk about some other stuff happening. Uh, we just sent the photo into the group. Here, This is what it looks like. You see right there, right next to Gump's face. Jeez. I mean, that's a big old chunk they scraped that's out of the finger. That's a... either a two or a three-finger operation <laughs> yeah, from somebody. Great wow. cake, by the way. Shout out to Hoop Edits. We appreciate it. Yeah. Nobody ate it, but we did look at it. Yeah, yeah it was sweet Beautiful still. Cake. I don't know how the, the icing was. Somebody knows. Yeah. It was too pretty to eat because it was so nice. Yeah, it was. I mean, obviously, it's got it. we know somebody there did it, right? Yep. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Okay. I mean, well, then we're, we will find out. Someone will admit they will have to. I don't think so because somebody peed all over the bathroom downtown, and we still have yet to find out who that was. Well, Probably big s- same person. Probably. To, to clear my name, I smoothed over the point because Pat said we should take a picture before we throw the cake away. So I was uh, trying to make the cake look. Oh, give it away to someone. Now, I was saying we should take a picture with the. the yeah, the that's hands. that was a miscommunication. It was a miscommunication. Which communication is the biggest deal? Don't worry about it. You were because we did compliment that cake numerous times. Like, hey. It's a really nice fucking cake. Yeah. Look at the chains on that thing. Yeah. There were uh, two other people here this morning in the office that aren't here currently. Oh. I don't know if Tim McAfee has the gumption just to finger a cake and walk out. I think he would finger the cake. Not him. And then he would tell somebody that he fingered the cake. Not him. BPB. Who's the other one? Guy was There was a diff, another guy in here. We don't have to say what he was doing, but... I have no idea. What are you talking I'm, about? He's from what Shel- the hell are people coming Shel- in doing? Shelbyville, I think. I heard. Who the hell? You're talking about JC. You're saying JC no. or the sign guy. Oh. The, the sign guy would have to have massive fucking nuts to do <laughs> to do something like that. If he I'd did, it. If he yeah, did. probably if great he signs. Did. Yeah. Hey, I was like, look, Kyle, no. Okay, as we're trying to <laughs> spruce this place up a little bit, that if he walked in here, in his first day in here, pitching an idea, learning an idea. And just saw a cake and said, you know what? Oh, that That's good. my cake. Bang. <laughs> Guaranteed business for me forever. Yeah. With that being said, anybody else that's in here that did this, what's the deal? It's got to be something yeah. like that because, you know, if you've been here, I don't know, more than three days, you know not. That just wouldn't fly. Right. What, the finger into the cake? Yeah. Uh, if you're a human being, you kind of should know that, like, hey, you don't just fucking yeah. stick your hand into a cake. and It's a hand, too, right? right? We're, su- we're sure it's a finger. I'm not sold. Uh, yeah, I don't. I'd like to think yeah, me that either. no one in here would uh, either set the tip of their penis or a singular nut no. onto the cake. But I, I, both I, of them. They drag both know. of them across. I don't know. I don't know. heavy balls across. At this point, yeah. I don't know. Especially after Bill kind of smoothed it over. It does Someone's have got heavy more. balls. Yeah, it does have more of like a half shaft uh, imprint than hands at this point. Yeah, so you have to weigh. You have to weigh everybody. Yeah. <laughs> I'd assume that penis would partially erect as well. Ha- yeah. well it looks like oh, that. No, been. this might be a chins up, trousers down situation. We might have to do. I mean, honestly, what, what happened? <laughs> chins up, trousers down. Yeah, what happened here? Like, hey. Seriously, like Bill, what all did you flat? Is this how it looked? You could right. that's, when Bill. No, it did not look like yeah, this. You could see the bread. You could see the actual cake, cake on yeah, the yeah. inside part when I first looked at it right before the break. Mm. Is it possible it was an accident and they didn't taste it? They just nope. dropped something there. Nope, impossible. Did somebody touch the top of the box? I need to know. Yeah. Yeah, aren't those nah, boxes, those boxes like like set up so that you can't do that? Yeah, plus it, it wouldn't be rem- there. There wouldn't be Should you know, frosting out of the garbage can? This is classic it's 2023, though. No accountability. Nobody's saying they did it. We'll just move on to the next thing, and it'll happen again. And we'll say, oh, who did it? And then we'll never find out. This is part of the problem. We're a part of the problem. Always are. There's cameras everywhere, though. There's cameras hey, everywhere people. in that place. No, we do have cameras everywhere in here, on every door. You can link it together, though. Who was the last person to walk out of that room, wherever it was? We we'll don't know when it, it was. Well, it was the There's like a twelve hour period. You could we could find it. we can narrow it down. You ever watch any of those cop shows? We could get the timeline down. Everybody goes into that room. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, let's check their faces on the camera when they come out. Oh, Are they looking a little be, cheeky? Oh. Yeah, and maybe, maybe even Are you know, licking their, their fingies. Are they Chad Ocho Cinco-ing? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sucking fingies. Yeah, could Someone's be. coming out of there. You think? You think they're up. Yeah, might be a chance. All right, let's just ask everybody how the cake was. The person that did it would know. Okay. Yeah. Hey, how was the cake? It was good. Remarkable. Okay, so you finished the cake. Bingo. That was like when we had everybody draw a penis. Remember that? That Oh, yeah. yeah. Somebody left a penis drawing on my desk. (laughs) And I said, all right, everybody needs to draw a penis. And there was only one person that drew a penis from the angle in which Evan Fox. situation, you better watch. No, they, no I was bullied. I almost fired somebody. They, somebody, but you made people draw penises. It was an investigation. Somebody, yeah. somebody left a Who did it? Foxy. No, it never was proven. It was proven. No conclusive Foxy evidence. Was the only one to draw from the undercarriage. Uh, under, yeah, <laughs> looking up at a penis. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. You can tell real quick whose it is. No question. Oh, It was a fire alarm this morning. Oh, no. <laughs> Do you remember that? I mean, yeah, pack once pack again, real, real quiet. Thank you. I'll make that one. <laughs> Thank you, Bill. Oh, the fire alarm. There's hair all over it. What is there hair all over So it was Oh, nut. it was the bobber. Yep. Is that me? Oh, you put hair someone on? did put their penis in this cake. Yeah. Why? Who the hell put their hair? Is that my hair on this thing? <laughs> There's hair on it? Really? Oh, I just fingered the fucking top corner. It does move. You tamper with the evidence? Yeah, right now. Yeah, you got to pull it out. Yeah, we got to. So I just, I lightly grazed that. It's not on my finger, and it took out the top corner. Okay. But you can see there's definitely hair on there, right? Today was big haircut day. Like, oh, okay. It was in a garbage can. Oh, and the hair does get put in the garbage can. Who threw the cake? Bill flat. Bill, right? Yeah. yeah. And then he gets rid of the app. Yes. It is Bill. Bill, you did Bill, Bill. you son of a bitch. Bill, You'll never admit Jesus. to it, though. Bill. Stay strong, Bill. Deny till you die, Bill, but I think there's going to be a lot of he people that are just assuming that. it's yours. Why did we throw it away? Yeah. Why did we fly? I would have eaten it. Just cut around it. It's been here for four days. Oh, cut around the balls. <laughs> oh, it's been here for four days. <laughs> Maybe not. You can throw it away, Bill. Again. Well, well, well. You can finger it again, too. I was yeah, going to say, taste, scoop, scoop out and get some of the actual cake. This yeah, time. go through the bottom, frosting. Bill. Yeah. Come on, Bill. Let's see your dick. We got to figure out if you did it or not. <laughs> H&R's That's disgusting. Steel, I just had to. I want to get to the bottom of it just like everybody else. Greg Swain's watching. You, oh. Greg, you don't understand. We're trying to protect our culture. Over yeah. Here. Sorry, Gregory. Everybody in business talks about a culture, culture, culture. Every team, culture, culture, culture. Our culture had a little bit of adversity here. Yeah, yeah it did. Maybe. Did Bill McComas do it or not? I think that's. What I don't gonna... think it was Bill. Yeah, I'm going to say no strictly because he was in there this morning, and I know Bill doesn't right. like to do his cheat days on his gym days. I mean, the fact they thought they'd get away with it, maybe. Did they really think, hey, no, they are getting away? Good. Yeah, I still think it's Pack. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> kind of racist. I said, yeah. No, it has nothing to do with him being <laughs> black. It strictly has to do with the fact that he has been very, very quiet. And, and he's also said two times, I'll eat that cake. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Zito stopped me early. Yeah, yeah Zito stopped yeah. him early. <laughs> you fingered that cake back. Uh, no, I did not. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Was it a knife or a spoon or something? Maybe you spooned out a little bit of icing. You could do that. Uh, yeah, or just, you know, Packed. the best Packed. life. I mean, there's a, you did it, huh? That's awesome. What did you think? You think nobody would see me finger this cake? Is that <laughs> I, would what you th- th- I would tell you if I did it, I didn't do it. Oh, uh, we were already at the point where you did it. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like, we were already at that. You Did you enjoy it? Did it taste good? 
it tastes all right. Yeah, all right. Yep. Yeah, good idea. Know, you know. Good idea. Yeah, we do. All right. So it's packed the finger of the cake. All right. Hey, good on us. We didn't think we were going to be able to figure it out. No. Huh? Sorry, go. It was your finger? Was it your fingers? All right, let's see your dick, Pac. No. <laughs> All right, let's talk about some stuff happening in the NFL. I'm happy we got their ball in that. Me yeah, too. There we go. Yeah. And big of Pac-Man to admit it. Boy, yeah. After. Sorry, Bill. Sorry, Bill. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Bill. And Tech Joe. Tech Joe. <laughs> Tech Joe. Mick yeah. got it there. Sorry, sorry to all parties. Yeah. But also, congratulations to you trying that cake. That cake was good? Yeah, pretty good. <laughs> There's no chance. <laughs> Icing was anyway. You can eat all that stuff, too, which is Was good. it your fingers, Pac? Yeah, it was my fingers. Okay. Which ones? Did you go three, two? Two. Two. That's awesome. What a moment. He definitely wasn't the one that peed in the bathroom, though, last year. He wasn't there. No, no we uh, know who that was. Who was that? That was, uh, I believe he runs a podcast network now. <laughs> all right. Let's talk about other stuff. All big Who is head. that? Yeah, real big head. He's big Who brain. Man. Big brain, big brain. Big brain. Come um, on. There's some stuff going on down in Miami. Uh, Tua Tungavaloa is Ooh, yeah. responding to Ryan Clark, who seemingly said that Tua was out of shape. We're going to leave the entire question in that Tua received so that you get the full context of this. Love the sauce from Tua Tungavaloa mm-hmm. to Ryan Clark. Love the way he chose to answer it. And uh, I think this is a, a thing, if you're a Miami Dolphins fan, you're like, yeah, finally this guy seemingly standing up for himself yeah. after everything that's been taking place. Here's Tua and a reporter asking and chatting about Ryan Clark saying he's out of shape pretty much. Um, he, he had some criticism about you, mm-hmm. uh, saying that you didn't hit the gym in the offseason, you didn't follow nutritionist advice. Yeah. If he were here, what would you say to him? He probably knows more about me than I know about myself. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. Well, Ryan's been out the league for some time. So, uh, I don't know. It, it's a little, it's a little weird when other people are talking about other people when they're not that person. So. Just, just a little weird. I come back. I, I like my background is like I, I come from a Samoan family. Like respect is everything, but you know, it does get to a point where hey, you know, little easy on that, buddy. Because you know we, I, I think we're we're pretty tough-minded people, and uh, if we need to get scrappy, we can get scrappy too. Just saying. I love that. So yeah. was like, listen, I'm trying to be respectful. Okay, I'm supposed to be respectful. This is how this whole thing goes. He's on TV. It doesn't bother me. But also, hey, bub, enough with the muff. Mm-hmm. You know, and Tua, let's like talk that. about the jujitsu and everything like that. I do wonder what Ryan Clark was getting at with the nutritionist. He probably has some sort of inside information. But I like the sauce from Tua there in response. Yeah. I loved everything about it. AJ, your thoughts? Yeah, I like it too. I mean, you could tell Tua is very like measured, calculated in what he wants to say. Like, he wants to say a lot more, obviously, but he's smart enough not to. But so, but how Ryan Clark was like attacking his offseason workouts and his nutrition. I don't understand that. How do you know exactly what he was doing? Yeah, well, that's what Tua said. You know, yeah. it's kind of weird. Yeah. He says it's kind of weird. Somebody talking about, now. That's our business. We do a lot of that about a lot of people. But I feel like he probably thought he was being personally attacked by Ryan Clark there. So getting an opportunity to kind of chit chat, saying, "Hey, you, you don't, you'll know me, Moose." Okay. Yeah, you, you don't know me at all. And I respect yeah. it. I appreciate it. Ryan Clark, though, has now been in the headlines for 
you know, a couple different things that have been said about a couple different players. And I think as you climb the ranks of sports media, more people are going to hear what you're going to say. So there's going to be more of a reaction. But here's a couple times in a couple weeks where people are getting, I think, genuinely upset at Ryan Clark for what he's saying. I did not expect this, but I did appreciate how Tua responded. Yeah, and he got to realize that he's been in the locker room before, too. So um, a lot of things that, that he say, um, I don't think he realized that the players are still – thinking like, hey, bro, you've been in the locker room. Like, certain things, if you do have an opinion, you can critique the game, but don't critique me as a person. So, I don't know. It's interesting. Interesting. But to his old his ass, hey, we can get busy however you want to get busy. That, that is yeah. exactly Straight what up, bro. It was a weird shot to take. He said he was happy, he got a full sleeve tattoo, and he was out of shape. Like, what? Sleeve well, does yeah. look sick, by the way. Yeah, that's it's part awesome. of it. I kind of wish I was Polynesian so I could just get that tattoo yeah. and yeah. get on with it. Yeah. Because, like, it looks so cool every single time yep. I see somebody who has it. Roman has a sick one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jay Uso's got one. Oh, Obviously, yeah. The Rock has one. Manti Teo. Manti Teo's a sick one. Mamo, I believe, has yeah. one. Mm-hmm. Tua has a sick that thing's thick yeah. too. That's a lot of hours. Non-throwing yeah. shoulder. Oh, yeah, that's a lot. Yeah. That's a lot of ink. And for someone who took three jujitsu classes and then did five eighths of an arm sleeve, you do for a little bit after that. You know, get a little spicy. Okay, it yeah. wears off. But I want to fuck with that guy. So NFL retweet, who's another one of these uh, NFL accounts, and via ML Football, which is via NFL Live, which mm-hmm. I think is what everybody's problem is. Yep. This isn't via ML Football. No, this is via NFL Live on ESPN. ML Football might have been the first guy. And kind of put it up there, which we respect. We appreciate that. But this is uh, kind of in a nutshell what everybody hates about these particular group of X accounts. Yeah, spot on. Exactly. He said, quote, he's built like a girl working. Annex? What? In Atlanta. What's Annex? Pac, what's that mean? I don't know what that means. What's Annex? Dan knows what it means. Pixels. Uh, She's thick. Is that a strip club? I've never been to Annex. You wouldn't know the strip clubs in Atlanta anyway. I would know every last one. Of them. No, you wouldn't. Know. <laughs> no, you wouldn't. You wouldn't. <laughs> Actually, mayor of all these. Uh, he says that he's thick or whatever. He, he didn't spend enough time in the gym or with the nutritionist this offseason. It's like, I appreciate that being said by Ryan Clark because I think this is just like what people were saying about like Luca too, right? Uh-huh. Remember in, yep. the, in the NBA world, it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, this guy has the, the possibility to be the guy. But also, it feels like he's not doing everything that all the other guys are doing. Yep. So that's probably what Ryan Clark was trying to say in a funny Ryan Clark way. But Tua heard it and was like, this motherfucker, I've been rolling jujitsu every goddamn yeah. morning. Yes. You don't think I'm exhausted, bro? I'm in the best shape of my life right now. The shirt did look better on him. It did, yeah. Yeah. 100%. Cat looks sweet. Yep. Sick. Now, granted, if he's uh, not able to move or something looks different than maybe it did last year, I think Tua says warranted. But right now, pal, hey. Watch your mouth. Yeah. Exactly. He's also like too shit. skinny he before, too, right? Yeah, yeah, he was called was too say. small for fucking years as well. That's it's probably like, why he was getting his ass banged around. And this offseason, he done put on some weight um, for the better. I don't think it's for the worse. From my understanding, everything coming out of Miami, he looked good at practice. That's Onyx, by the way. I think it's spelled probably. Onyx. They spelled it wrong. O-N-N-I-X. It's O-N-X-Y. These fucking accounts. X-Y or Y-X? Y-X. O-N-Y-X. Y-X. Yeah, okay. So, obviously, you weren't able to hear. How is it? Pretty good of a spot. Oh, honestly, is a spot. It is. Nice place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good chicken wings? Great chicken wings. Great chicken. Not good as Magic, but it's pretty good. Yeah, good Magic kind of got kicked out of the NBA. 
Those lemons. Yeah. Yeah. And then pepper. Lou Will had to get those wings. Yeah. He now he has his own wing named after him. The Lou Will Donner? Yeah. yeah. Love that. There's Onyx, an executive gentleman's club. Obviously, people right. going in there having a good time. A couple fun. adult ballets doing their thing. And, you know, I guess Tua has the body of a stripper. Okay. All right. So he's kind of nimble, can move around a little bit, might help him out this year. <laughs> not all of them. I'll tell you what, not all of them are Fantastic. like that. Okay. Beautiful. <laughs> well, I don't know. Onyx, all of them can move. Yeah, his movement. Oh, Onyx pretty solid. Yeah, okay. Quietability. It's not one of the ones where they can't move. In I, the haven't been, I haven't been to an adult ballet in a long time. I haven't been in a long, long time. Yeah. There's some real talent out there, though. Oh, yeah. If mm-hmm. I do recall, there's been some shows that I've seen happen in front of me where I'm like, God damn, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're doing this like 3.30 a.m. right now. There's like 15 people in here. This is real talent. I, mm-hmm. I, yeah. I appreciate what you're doing. And then there's some ladies, you know, who say, oh, he's the only white guy in here. Let me go ahead and uh, <laughs> yes. assault him. Make yeah. this fun. Yeah. And that's, you know, so we all have different experiences. But Onyx sounds like a great one. And Tua seemingly would get all the money thrown yeah. his way. A little thick, but he needs to be protected. Ryan Clark, though, this is two weeks now. Yeah. Where he's got himself into it. And I don't think Ryan Clark cares. No, no not at all. He's no. built for it. Yeah. yeah. Ryan Clark also say you want to get down, we can get down. I mean, I think Ryan Clark not backing down from a fight from anybody. Now he needs to rem- remember though that two has been working on that. Exactly. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? The arm breaking. Yeah. Right. The arm leg and two is doing. Right. Von Mueller is back in the AFC East. How you doing? Wow. Trying to get a sack. Two says, Oh, it's for you. Ping. It's for Ryan Clark. Ping. Ping. And then he's going to throw the ball and probably do a sit-up. Now, we have some updates out of San Francisco in the quarterback room. Uh, Tom Pelissero, the 49ers are naming Sam Darnold as their number two quarterback. And the team is exploring options with Trey Lance. Sources tell the Arrow Pelissero and Ian Rappaport. Darnold will be back up to Brock Purdy, while the future of Lance, the number three overall pick, is unclear. Michael Lombardi said this two weeks ago. Yep. Now Schefter came on and said they're still not clear. Yeah. Lombardi might have just been projecting his own thoughts as opposed to John Lynch's in Shanahan's. Are we looking at maybe a trade here of Trey Lance? If they cut him, he's on the open market. Will somebody sign him? Who will sign him? What does the future look like? This is rather notable news out of San Francisco, especially because of how big that move was to get up to number three to take Trey Lance. And now here we are a few years later. Brock Purdy, the last pick of the draft's the guy. Trey Lance seemingly... Not there yet. Lombardi said from the crib, which TBD. Yep. TBD, I guess. But congrats to Sam Darnold, number two quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers. And good luck to Trey Lance, whatever happens next. Nobody's trading, right? Nobody's going to make a trade for Trey Lance? They'll try. They'll definitely try. I mean, obviously, you want to try to trade somebody before you would release him, but... If there's no trade partners, will they keep him more keep him around? You think? I think if but they're going to designate him this year, if they're going to designate him that third spot, yep. I think they have to. But his yeah, contract still guaranteed because he's still on his rookie contract. Mm-hmm. Yeah, still on his. Rookie so contract. does the new team pick it up if they trade him? A new team will pick it up, but if they cut him, they still owe him. Obviously, no, number three overall. That's probably big. Yeah, yeah. good yeah, money. Good money. Good money. The third quarterback rule is huge here too, with what happened to the Niners last year. Like they need to have another quarterback available. So what do they do? They have to cut him though to get him to that third spot, or he can is... be on the practice squad? Can he? Yeah, but to get on the practice squad, you got to get cut. Yeah. So if he gets cut, then he's uh, got to clear, clear waivers. waivers. Anybody, 24 hours, yeah. yeah. Someone yeah. will grab him. No, they knew that. Well, and there's a lot of former Niners that are now head coaches now. Like, it'll be interesting to see if the Texans with D'Amico or even the Dolphins with McDaniel, I mean, even the Jets with Sala. Like, it, it, if those teams pass on him, like coaches that were in the building, especially defensive coaches that have seen a lot of him, then that would say a lot about what, you know, his status is in the NFL. Congrats to Sam Darnold, though. Yeah, yeah unbelievable. And Trey Lance... Maybe if he goes somewhere else, he'll fall into a situation that will hopefully 
take advantage of everything he's good good at. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Not that the Shanahan offense doesn't seem to be the perfect mm-hmm. thing. He needs reps. He needs reps. Where are those coming from? The XFL? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't know. Like he just I don't he hasn't played much football. It's talked about all the time, but it's true. They knew that though when they drafted him. Yeah. So this would be a colossal miss. How it's yes. gone. Yeah, I wonder how it's the gone from when he got there till now. The ju- like, how big of a leap has he made? Is it the, is this the biggest miss in the history of the draft? <sighs> Gotta be up because oh. they traded up. Yeah, Marcus like there's Russell. been bigger they misses, not Russell's from teams. But the, did did they did no. the Raiders trade no. up for no. him? Yeah. Like for the amount that they gave up. Yes, very true. I don't want to live in the moment. Because we're part of the problem. But be where your feet are. Right here in the moment. Yep. Mm-hmm. They say patience is a virtue. They do. But then they also say live as if you're going to die tomorrow. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So it's like yep. what? You what? could maybe argue uh, triple sticks, but they at least got a playoff game out of them. Yeah, and he was rookie of the, year. Of the year. Over luck somehow, which I will still debate till the death of me. Yeah. But I thought he was a great football player over there in Washington. Yeah. yeah. Had success. Got injured more so than just didn't play. Very true. Ever. And the building now, looking back on it. Was, was anybody going to have success? Yeah. That is something. Ryan Leaf, I guess, right? Yeah. yeah. They, they consider him. Who's that offensive lineman? From- Tony Mandrich. Oh. Yeah. But although they, they were just drafting. He came back and played, yeah, though, for exactly. the Colts for a while. He, he, had a, he had a decent career. Yeah. I met him in the locker room. He was he lives in Arizona now, I think. Somebody sh- We were playing the Cardinals. Huge. Somebody showed up in a leather jacket, fucking gigantic, <laughs> and just walking through the locker room. And I'm like, what is that? And they said, that's Tony whatever. And yeah. I'm like... Oh, I remember him from the magazine, right? Yeah. He was yeah, on the cover, cover of the Sports yeah, Illustrated, yeah. Yeah, big dog. Yeah. Huge. Yeah. Dude. Is he Michigan State? Great handshake. Yeah. yeah, Michigan State. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Charles Rogers, another bus, Michigan State guy. Achilles Smith, Rest maybe. Peace. Todd Marinovich. So this is the biggest miss in the history of the draft. I That's crazy. So. Because they traded up. So. Yeah, because they get, it was three first round picks, right? Two Pretty much, yeah. yeah. Quarterback, yeah. Not all right, it's all right. Good luck out there, Trey. Still got a chance. Yeah, well, it fields in Mac, too. If Mac has a good year and the Bears are good, then it's going to be even bigger. Let's go to the phones here. Let's go to uh, Will in Syracuse, New York. What's going on, Will? What's up, Pat? What's up, How Will? How you guys doing? We're good, Will. How are you? Hey. Hey. Uh, not bad. Been oh. on the phone for like an hour and a half now, but uh, it's cool. All right. Thank you, Will. Let's go to Justin yep. in Ohio. <laughs> What's coming. going on, Justin? Yep. Hey, how we doing, boys? Keep, Keep it moving, moving, Justin. What's going on? I just want to talk about this uh, Bengals defense. Hey, hey, hey. Uh, Lou Anarumo had them boys buzzing with a steady lineup for a couple years. Now we got a, we got a couple newcomers and some rookies. Uh, you guys were talking about how long it took the O-line to start gelling, uh, trying to get the opinion on how long a secondary will take. What do you think? You like them? Oh, yeah. I got faith in Lou Anaruma. Yeah, I think we all do. You think yeah. Bengals win a Super Bowl this year? You think the Bengals win a Super Bowl this year? I hope so. We got a lot of contracts coming up. This is the year to do it. Hell, yeah, Justin, in the middle of working, by the way. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's right. Some people are going to say, Pat, why'd you hang up on that guy? We've been on a fucking microphone for an hour and a half, too, pal. Yeah. <laughs> okay? So yeah. we've all been here. Actually right. long enough. So sorry that, you know, a time to go to the phones is not a rose. But also, we're going to you right now. Because for the first time in out, we need you. Yeah. yeah, bring it. So don't be making me feel bad. Okay, I don't like that because yeah, I do have a conscience. Yes. Mitt, clear all the phones every twenty minutes. You know what I mean? Like, that's what we need to. Yep. This is what we remember. We had to do this yeah. in the past. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. It was every half hour before. Yeah, clear yeah. it. Clear it every thirty minutes. Not right now. Let's let's keep these fine people on. But we apologize, Bub. Yeah. Sorry. 
But we didn't force you to call in or sit on the phone. No, not at all. That guy would have been a good call, too, I think. I think he would have been a good call. Maybe. I think so. Do you? I think that's why he was like, you guys made me wait an hour and a half. Wait till you hear it. You're going to be pissed. I got fire. Uh, yeah. About what I just said. You're going to regret making me wait. Yeah. That's what he's thinking. That's what he is thinking. And it's like, yeah. all right, I apologize for that, but you don't need to tell me all that. Just get right into it. And then we'll say, hey, sorry for we making We should have made that guy wait. We should have went to the phones a lot earlier. Yeah, regret making him wait. Respect Send him the hotline. Send him the hotline number. You're right. Little backdoor. Come on in. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe you can finger a cake or two. Oh. <laughs> Pack? <laughs> Pack wants to eat that, though. You guys took it from him. It has hair in it. He can grab it out of the way. It's all right. You can use Ten your fingers to get to the middle of it. Yeah. Yeah, kind of like the strawberry. Yeah, like Gumpy's hair. Yep. You yep. kind of got to get through it. Mm-hmm. Back. What if someone would have dragged their shaft and balls across that, mm-hmm. honestly? Like, and they thought it was funny, though. They did it as a joke. Like, hey, come on, guys. It's all fun. And that's a good prank. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, I would have looked at it that way, I think. It would have been better if the person did it than served everyone the cake. Oh. Don't I mean, do that's, that. Not in that's rude. Now, that's a prank. That's rude. That's you not can't do that. That is uh, that's assault, not. brother. That's that's assault. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a crime, probably. Which I would never do. Let's go saying. to the phones. Let's go to Antonio in New Mexico, not old Mexico. What's going on, Antonio? Hell yeah. Shout out to Bobo Gumpino. We're back in the U.S. Um, that's awesome, man. That's all I got to say. That's so awesome. He's back. He was gone for too long. And uh, it's just good to have his presence back on the show. Not a lot of people know who he is since he's been gone for so long. Whoa. Uh, oh, wait. Oh, You guys said it the other day. Pat said it the other day. Hey, hey, he said it the other day. Bro, you don't know. This well, is Bobo Gumpino. Uh, hey, if, you, if you don't know. If you don't know. Uh, anyway. If you don't know. A lot Anyways, of people have no fucking idea who this guy is. It's American dream. Yeah, it's the American dream personified. Right? Right. Yeah, I mean, the old country that he would have been from, too. Oh, he's from New Mexico. Yeah, I know, the old one. You're talking about old Mexico? Yeah. Old Mexico right now, I've heard Cabo is a good spot to go. Mm-hmm. Where's that other place that people Tulum. are Tulum. Tulum. Yeah, Bruce went. Riviera Mai. Oh, yeah, he was taking all his selfies. They got all his photo places. Yeah. And then you, where'd you go? I went to Puerto Rico. And you ziplined over a jungle. That's right. It's We're a down. cultured team. Yeah. We're a pretty cultured squad. Absolutely. I really do appreciate that about us. Mm-hmm. Anyways, Antonio, what do you want to talk about? Uh, just how excited I am about the Chicago Bears this year, man. Um, there hasn't been a year in a long time that we haven't picked up this much talent. I mean, there's there's a lot of talent. Um, we got that. I think it's like a fourth, third or fourth string quarterback, Baggins. He's a dog. He needs to be our QB two. What? Take Nathan Peterman off the off the roster. Whoa! And, uh, Did you see the ball that hey, Peterman hey, threw against? Hey, the worst Bucks? quarterback of all time, man. Threw six interceptions and one half. I mean, come on. Tell me you've never come watched on. football. That was in one half. Okay, tell me you've never watched football. That was great. That was a great run. It literally got to the point where it's like, this guy can't throw another one. <laughs> and, and then McDermott was like, let him see. Let him yeah. see. Let's and find just, out. <laughs> and they fucking threw him in the fire yeah. as a rookie. Well, he, then he became a part of a quarterback award name that isn't, like, good. No. That's you. Yeah. yeah. But you I'm just not. got mad at Antonio for doing something that you did much worse. Well, it. I mean, he called him. I mean, this. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, is that, is that a good ball? I'm not Jeez. sure. Guy's been on the league. move, too. What a throw. 10 years. I know a lot of bad quarterbacks who are in the Jeez. league for 10 years. Are you kidding me? Fuck off. Well, Orlovsky was in for 12 years. People don't say he was good, but mm-hmm. they're wrong, too. I agree. He won two games, almost lost us here, almost won us out of Andrew Luck. Yeah. Because of how good Dan Orlovsky mm-hmm. was. Take it. Oh. Do you see that shoulder video he posted? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was great. He's got to be moving those things. Dude, absolutely. You see how cool they look? Yeah. I need some of that, for real. Me too. My shoulders are getting a little tight with the way you've been working out. Yep. 
loosen up a bit. Why why didn't those come with the Hawkeyes? I don't know. I mean, maybe I'll, I'll, I'll put an order in. Do I, do I have like a code like Dan or Dane and it gives me 20% off? I think you just got to click the link in his bio or whatever, you know. He played football for 12 years. I played quarterback in the NFL for 12 years. And I want to be very active still with the kids. <laughs> I want to be active, you know, everyday basis when it comes to working out. I love to play golf. I love to play catch what? with my kids. But I had some discomfort right here in my shoulder. You know, I had some pain in my shoulder. Did I, did I spend some time with chiropractors and therapists? Yeah, of course. Was there some benefit? Yeah, but very temporary. Okay, so I want to introduce this product to you. This one's for the long haul. Again, this package, it's a great little case, isn't it? <laughs> it's a great little case. Now, inside of it, what are you going to find? Boom, you're going to see this device with this ball. And then there's three other balls. You're like, whoa, this is a lot of balls. Lance Armstrong, like five of them. And then all of a sudden, you're like, keep your arms straight and do 30 rotations with this particular ball. <laughs> okay, clockwise, obviously. For those that don't know, that's right. And then you go ahead and go <laughs> counterclockwise. For those that don't know, that's oh, left. Fiction. You know, and then... Which is a 45-degree angle. You see, we're getting into math now. Got to go this way here. Oh. Okay, clockwise. Anyways, I hope he sold a billion of these things. I'm yeah, sure he definitely. did. Did he invent this? Yeah. No, the guy who invented it actually sent me a message saying, go get you one of them Orlowski shoulder balls. <laughs> I said, well, damn right, need it. Yeah, looks, looks like, like a you. ball gag. That's, see, that's, gimp. that's the problem with this show. <laughs> this guy's other. trying to get better. He's been a chiropractor and therapist. And all of a sudden, you got to make a yeah. gray, Fifty Shades of Gray joke well, at this guy. Isn't no. is stage two where you put the yellow ball in your mouth while you do it and work Ooh. on your neck and throat and shoulder joints? Yeah, why were there here? so many balls in the case? Oh. I'm tired of it. Good question. This guy's just trying to get better so he can play with his kids. Yeah. Exactly. The ball gag would help, though. This goes in. We're all getting the old ball gag shoulder thing. Okay. Right. Sounds Sweet. good. Please Sweet deal. Please, 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 please. Come on. Why is it meant to be? <laughs> meant to be? I tried, Dan. I tried. That was going to be 15 sales. I don't, I don't know how many. Yeah. The way he worded that X, I've thrown so many touchdowns in the NFL <laughs> that I hurt my shoulders or something like that. Yep. And then everybody just started. I threw so many touchdowns in the NFL that I started to get shoulder pain. This product has helped immensely minimizing that pain I started dealing with. If you have shoulder discomfort, you should 100% check out this product. Hashtag ad, hashtag shoulder relief. So using the hashtag ad in the tweet or the post mm -hmm. is basically a killer to any post. Yes. Scroll down here. But legally, don't you have to do that now or something they no. claim? 3.4 million uh, views on this thing. Boom. On a commercial from Dan Orlovsky. That's, <laughs> that's called a home run. Uh -huh. So the hashtag ad thing was a big push there for a bit. Uh, and I think there's certain companies that you have to do it still, certain buckets and everything like that. But if they were to really start... Booze. I had to. Sorry, I had to for booze, for Miller Lite. Yep. Booze. I think there's gambling. You got to be able to... You have to reckon. You have to, yeah. you have to acknowledge that you are being paid to tweet okay. what you're tweeting. I don't think it has to be just hashtag ad anymore. It's like you have to acknowledge and let people know that you're being paid to do what you do, I think, is how it goes. Unless you're trying to... Very scam, happy we got out of that people out of crypto. Yeah, dude, there's just so much shady shit out that, there. Yeah. That's why V Friends has been really nice. Yeah, that's like, Gary Vimon. Yeah, it's, it's refreshing. He went on some guy's Instagram live the other day at a conference. Yeah. Gave a speech. It was awesome. Really? Was it about just being fucking better? or? What do you do every morning, oh. Conban? What do I do every morning? I think about yeah. what my parents or brothers or sisters <laughs> or cousins or grandmothers getting shot in the face and I get out of Jeez. Yeah. That motivates you? Yep. What just happened? 
Gary V gave me that advice. He said, you That's know, out of context. You want a perspective bomb? Okay. Every that's, morning in the shower. That's out of context. Think about someone you love. Okay, now think of them with a bullet in their head. Boom. Now go have a good day. And that's what I do every morning. Could be worse. I don't think you come in here a little moody. Maybe that's probably. Well, sometimes it affects me. Like, damn, my mom just got shot in the head. But it was just my imagination. That is perspective pigeon. That gives you that. Look yeah. how bummed that pigeon is. I know why, if that's what they're thinking every morning. No kid. Well, it's because persuasive pigeon's been kind of. Getting after him, making him do weird shit. Everybody wants to be a pleasant platypus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Just not everybody has the capability to be a poised pug. No. 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 <laughs> or a perfect Persian cat. I mean, who? Oh. Could be perfect? Whoa. Wandered from all angles, pal. Yeah. Well, that seems like a three-headed thing. That not so much what an is animal. Polished poodle. Bro, the proactive piranha is a fucking killer in uh-huh. the Gary Vimon game. Yep. You could be the podcast panther too. Everybody got one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, part of the team dream. Hold the phone. I think I got a new favorite. Does he still hand so draw? All these? Yeah. Yes. Yep. Incredible artist. Yeah. yeah. I mean, look, look at, at that the practical pants. peacock. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You see the podcast panther? That looks like holy shit. Does anyone know what the hell we're looking at? No. Yeah, bro. These are Gary V. Mon. What are you talking? Come on. Awesome. He's, I'm uh, sure he's killing it, but man, I just why is he I so guess, disrespectful. I'm trying to figure everything out. Oh, ping pong along. Do you not think the first ten people? That looked at Pokemon were like, what? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah, you're right. And then now it's multi-billion dollar. Now it's the hot shit Hornet. Oh, I don't understand Pokemon either, but yeah. Whoa. But well, that's what we're saying. What's you don't a- have to understand it for it to be a profitable business and a smart business. 100%. What's it all? Whenever the happy hermit crab and the honest honeybee. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, whatever no, that is. An honorable cuss words. We got cuss words on there? Where, where, yeah. where? Yeah. Hot, hot shit. Hot hornet. Hornet. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. What are we doing? That one's a little spicy. You Can I get, get that a head strong? A head strong. Head strong. That's a good one. Ooh, Fearless Fairy. I love that one. Five, five, Ooh, Flexing Fox. Five, 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 fan. Yeah, hey, the Flexing Fox is pretty sick. Hell yeah. Where's the Aaron V-Mon that he made? Oh, yeah, yeah. the accurate Aaron? Yeah. With that elbow? Mm. Countable anteater. The adaptable alien is something. Yep. Always changing. Always pivoting. Oh, the baby. alpha alligator from my generation. <laughs> generation alpha. Just like I've been saying this whole time. Yep. That is the new generation. I am in it. I don't know if you guys are in it or not. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm excited that that is what a genre of humans is yep. being named. Yeah. yeah. I also identify as an alpha generation. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. But I don't think you are, you are though. Has AJ deemed it? AJ deemed me Generation Alpha. AJ's like, is he he the Alpha Generator He's the gatekeeper. He is Generation Alpha as well. Am I? I had a guy guy tell me that I'm the one, I am the gatekeeper for the Alpha Generation. Am I? Am I part of it? No, actually. I don't think you are. 2013, 2025, these guys got the great name. They do. Generation Alpha? That's sweet. Yeah, because they're going to bring it back because Gen Z ruined everything. Well, and people say millennials are the reason Gen Z ruined everything because we're the ones kind of in charge. No, we're But cool. really, I'd say Gen X. This is on you guys. Yeah. yeah. And then some people would say baby boomers. And then some people no, would no, say no, no, greatest no. gen. You mean racist gen? That's what a lot of people say on the internet. Yeah, I think a lot of these gens down here at the bottom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's probably a lot of things that they did not do that yeah, would be copacetic in 2020. Yeah, absolutely. Speak up. But if it wasn't yeah. for the greatest gen, you know, we'd be Heil and Hitler. You know, exactly. bingo. I mean, them, them boys. Still, you think? Yeah. Yep. We'd be speaking German Maybe. or Japanese. Yeah. Pick. They wouldn't be living in Argentina, I can tell you that. Yep. <laughs> Who's that? Hmm? Who's living in Argentina? Yeah. You heard him. Hitler's guys. Yeah. All right. That's, That's a report on the internet, it sounds like. Yep. Oh, no. The Nazis fled to Argentina. That has been, yeah. Tim, Tim Kenny's been hunting, hunting different Nazis. You ever see he's got a TV show? Who? Rivermont? Tim Kenny, fighter, uh, Green Bay, Army Ranger, like Special Forces guy. 
UFC fighter. He doesn't fight anymore, but yeah, he's a big personality. Is this a real deal? He's going out there hunting like uh, like he's uh, he's John, hunting ninety year old men like John Leguizamo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he is. He had a show on uh, like the History Channel or something where he was hunting Nazis. I think it was called <laughs> sneaking up behind. Was him. this like a Bigfoot hunt thing? Like it never actually comes to fruition. They just no. I think he found some. I think he'd find some guys hiding out that were you know part of it. So would he go in with like Leland with the paintball gun, like Dog the Bounty Hunter, or what would he do? Uh, I don't. I don't think Tim's carrying many paintball guns. He seems to be strapped uh, every time he's around. Anyway. Yeah, it sounds like this guy's a sneak up behind you, stab you in the back of the neck. Could have been guy. scalps. The country became a refuge for about a thousand Nazi leaders after the end of the Second World War. Roughly one percent of the population in Argentina speaks German. Oh wow! Yeah. Mm-hmm. And those are just the leaders. They're not saying like the common Nazi soldiers. It's a lot messy. I don't think they're letting the soldiers. Yeah, they weren't executing them like they were, or excuse me, they weren't bringing them back to America like they were with some of the other people, but still, I think a lot of them fled down there. History. Well, they won a World Cup, Argentina. They, they did. How many of those guys were German, I wonder? Hmm. Oh, Matthew wasn't. Oh, well, That's true. Germany won it before that, or a couple before But yeah, Schweinsteiger, we all know what his grandfather did. Name, name like that. Goatsy. With a name like that. Yeah. <laughs> this guy's last name's Hawk. What do you think a name like that? Yeah. Well, Eat necks and jaws. We're on the right we're on the right side of history, the Hawks. Yeah. I believe. <laughs> what about Tim Allen? I learned about him the other day. Oh yeah. yeah. Old Tim Dick. Old Tim. Snitch son of a bitch. Good sound. That's what the, basically the article said. Oh, Big yeah. time snitch. Yeah. And I know that. Oh, yeah. Happy yeah. mouth. They just kind of dropped in there. You know, Tim is also known as Tim Dick. He used to do this. He sold drugs. It was caught with 650 grams of yeah. cocaine in a plane. Or blah, 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 blah. <laughs> yeah. And then they just stick in there. Uh, Tim would go on and tell on everybody that was basically around him. He'd get out of jail and go on to become very successful Tim Allen. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Just snuck a line in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Kind of yeah. Old I mean, he still served. Two years, four, almost two and a half years. That's still he still served a little bit, but yeah, obviously he, this is why I think he doesn't like people bringing it up. He doesn't ever talk about it because he knows he did snitch. Yeah, you don't say. AJ. Guy doesn't want to That's be reminded saying. he's a fucking rat. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I'm saying normally he could own this and he, people would, he'd be have like a cult following, but not when you snitch. Well, How about it. White Boy Rick? Yeah. Oh man. Oh, How long yeah. was he in jail for? <sighs> he just got out. Right? Yeah. What forty? Yeah, it's hey, crazy. Seems like Michigan up there takes these drugs charges real serious yeah i guess so yeah. real serious i respect it hey get get it out of the mitten get it right. out of the mitten get it out 27 years in prison he was an fbi informant allegedly now he says that's not the case right i assume he's saying that i'm not a snitch yeah yeah well and what is the criminal penalty 27 years in prison, a lot of people five snitch. years consecutive uh pretty much everybody from what i've watched yes. in uh law stuff yep mm-hmm. i mean Everybody says they're not going to snitch, and then, hey, you want to do 40 years in jail or, or a year in jail? No, it's not like he's friends with them. Now uh, he's friends with the other drug dealers. Well, when you put it that way, is there 365 days in these years that you're talking about? <laughs> yeah, okay. I got to do one of them or? Okay. And I'll save the world with tool time? Yeah. I will say, Yep. when I got in trouble, they asked me who I was out with. Mm-hmm. Not a name. Never remember. I was alone. Mm-hmm. Were, they trying, were they trying to arrest him? On no, it was Bill Polian that was like, who are you with? Oh, oh kind of like a Rich Rod situation. Yeah. yeah, I was alone. Classic Sorry. coach situation. Just going out. You went out all by yourself? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I have a problem, obviously. More fun than <laughs> So, sorry about it. Ah! Oh! Go on, Beal. Get that ball, Beal. There's another one, Bill. You don't have to. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, today's not the fuck out of here. Tough shot. Today's, t- today's been a tough day. Today's been a tough day. Yeah, football was. The low leader shot went in. Yep. 
Oh. Boys, we got to tighten up before September 7th. Yep. Okay, I'm talking about everybody. The vibes, the drug talk. Yep. Okay. The, the smart people talk. Yeah. Yep. No Absolutely. showing dicks. Well, it's kind of like get it out now. Yep. Yeah. Get out. Yep. Yep. That won an award, right? Get out. I don't think so, actually. Get out? No, I think it did, yeah. Really? A couple Oscars. Oh. I just it learned what the story, I didn't watch it. So they were taking people's souls. Yeah. Yeah. Taking them. Putting old whites in. Yes. Kidnapping black people, then basically putting them into a uh, like a deep state. I yeah, don't know. hypnotizing them, like yeah. basically like lobotomizing them. Like, yeah. um, uh, what's that Leonardo DiCaprio one where he's Shutter sh- Island? No, where he's stealing Inception. dreams. Oh, Inception. Inception. They put him in like one of those yeah. where they like put him out. The way they visualize it is like the person whose real body it is. They're like sunk back into the brain so they can see out of the eyes. But the person controlling is the elderly white person that is now taking over their body so they can continue to live. So this is a movie that I would never be able to get. Sounds like there's a lot going on. Yeah. Uh, if you, you watch it, it's really not that yeah. complicated. They I've tried my best on some of these movies that are super sophisticated, and I just can't get into it. What was that one I hated? Christopher Nolan, the other movie? Oh, Tenet. Yeah. What are we doing? Just make a fucking movie, dude. You know what I mean? Just tell a story. I told you, Tenet is impossible to understand what's going on. I've seen it ten times. It's pretty. I love it, but I have no idea what to make, what to make of it, or what it's trying to say. Interstellar. Oh! Oh! Watch Interstellar. Nice. Boom. Gotta watch Interstellar. You should. All right, let's get out. Yeah, we we'll best. Hey, That's a good one. I pre- I, sorry, but I was locked into my zone there. Mm-hmm. You were. <laughs> I was talking about. You weren't blacked out. You're were locked into your zone. Yeah, you're right. Yep. Don't get greedy. Yeah, Let's yeah, get out of here. Yeah, yeah. Let's get out of here. <laughs> All right. We will. Uh, All right. See, that was maturity. That's that right. Was. We will see so you guys support. tomorrow. Big time show. A lot of guests. A lot of conversations. More stuff. We are just. 15 days. And these are going to be the longest. Okay. Yeah. Because we're so yep. close and there ain't and, shit and coming. Yeah. No preseason games. But after. we got college football, though, coming up. Week Boom. zero, baby. Notre Dame Navy in Ireland. Yes. yes. Yeah. On Saturday. This weekend. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Yes. New quarterback for Notre Dame, Sam Hartman. That's right. Oh. We got a real good game, actually, this weekend. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Isn't the L- is it LSU? That's it? next weekend. Uh, is that USC playing? Yeah. Yeah. 30 and a half point favorite. They're playing San Diego State. Ohio and San Diego State should be a good one. Let's go. Let's go. Jacksonville oh. State playing? The Minutemen? Yes, they are. Okay. If Jacksonville State's playing, just yeah. won't let, they're winning. That's actually a conference game, too, now for them. Yeah, so Jacksonville State has been bumped up. They got Rich Rodriguez as a coach. They're going to win. Okay. Just know they are going to win games. Yeah. So I like them plus one and a half for sure. Uh, UTEP was legit last year, weren't they? Yeah, last was, year or two years ago? Two years ago, maybe. More. Some people were. San Antonio, UTSA. Meet me. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Some people have UTEP winning that conference. They don't know. They don't know what Richard Rodriguez has been doing. I mean, we just have those boys do. Talked about it for 20 minutes. I don't know. Yeah, they're I'm getting. betting on that team that is. Uh, <laughs> Me too. They've been running their asses <laughs> off down there. I don't know how hot it is. Oh, Rich don't care either. Jacksonville. <laughs> they are going to be in shape. That team's going to be tough in shape. They might not know where they're going, but that team's going to go really fast. <laughs> yeah. Wherever the hell they're going, I'm assuming they get a big time win. I heard you say Jacksonville. Fun fact it's actually in Alabama. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh. Interesting. That's your geography lesson. That's like Pittsburgh day. State or whatever. Yeah. Not in Pittsburgh. It's Kansas. in Kansas. Kansas. No way. What the hell? That doesn't make sense. Wait, is this just, isn't it Jackson State? No. No, no that's no. Mississippi. That's in Mississippi. That's, Mississippi. that's HBCU. Mm. Yeah. I was down there for the Battle of the A lot of teams. Yeah, you were there. Game day was there. Yeah, it was awesome. 
Great environment. Rain, cold. They were there in that parking lot all goddamn day. That's sweet. <laughs> I appreciate them. Yeah, respect. I actually thought a couple different times, these people should leave. I, I, last year, I've thought about that. Mm-hmm. College game day crowds are so awesome. They are the greatest crowds, I think, out of any people that have crowds. Yeah. They are there. Are you getting anything from this? A show, but most importantly, you're putting on for your school. Mm-hmm. That is kind of like how they feel. Yep. We are representing for our school here, for our football team, for our culture. And I just want to let all of them know, we appreciate the fucking hell out of it. Hell yeah. It is a blast to get a chance to do that show. And on Friday, September 8th, we will be live, this show, in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Hell, hell yeah. I can't wait for that. Should be a pretty good vibe. Now, if game day is going there on Saturday, which we do not know, we have not made that decision, although Texas Alabama is happening on Saturday night, where we will be doing a simulcast of that game live from the field, which is why we're doing the show there on Friday. Get the whole team down there early because we got some stuff we got to run through tech wise. So we're lucky to do that. If game day is there on Saturday, I do believe our show will be live from the game day set. Oh, let's go. So it should be in a pretty good spot. Now, I don't know if game day is going to be there, but I believe that is a thought. And then. There's a lot of people asking where we're going to be. I don't know, but it, they, it is getting figured out right now as we speak. Yep. That is going to be electrifying. Yes. Yeah. So fun. Got a couple surprises. Ooh. Ooh. Is that right? I like that. Got a couple surprises. You know, let's pull on a show. Yeah. yeah. I agree. Because there's going to be a football game that happens the night before. Kansas City Chiefs and Detroit Lions are playing. Yeah. Right. So we're obviously going to have to react to that, chat about that, break that down. There's a weekend of football yep. on the horizon. There's the first NFL Sunday on the horizon. And then we're going to be live in front of – 10 people maybe, 20 mm-hmm. people maybe. What? Who knows how many people are going to be there. Mm-hmm. We got some surprise guests coming through that are uh, pretty notable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pretty notable. Yeah. In those parts. Okay. I think so. Those, I don't want to throw it. Let's get out of here. Yep. We'll be back tomorrow. <laughs> you are the best people on earth. Thank you so much for allowing us to do this every single day. We hope you have a good time with us every afternoon. We'll be back tomorrow. Be a friend. Tell a friend something nice. It might change their life. Goodbye. <laughs>